0: Perfect. There you go.
1: We're we're doing this.
0: <sighs> okay. We'll try this again.
1: Yes, again. <laughs> Trust me. When you watch hey, this,
0: it's uh <laughs> it's a learning progress, guys. It's yeah. a learning progress. And as you know, I've always speak about comfort and chaos. And you know what? You're gonna experience your chaos in multiple different forms. All right. And guess what? Some of them evolve in the realm of technical difficulties and understanding. <laughs>
1: Trying to set up a video. The difficulties
0: for, <laughs> will always present themselves, but my problem is the understanding. Okay, so sorry. Yes. Sorry.
1: No, I, <laughs> I, no, I'm with you. I, I agree because that's that's my problem. I don't like when things go bad. I'm, a, I'm like, a, it it irks me. Let's put it that way. There you go. But not that situation because you can't you can't avoid something like that. <laughs> but like the things that I can control. And some, when, it, when I can control and it goes bad, that's what irks me. Okay, that's what okay. That legitimately irks me. Well, but I'm sorry I took over. Go ahead. No,
0: there's no need. Hey, dude, this is this is what I'm all about. This is what I'm all about. But uh, as you know, you know, in comfort and chaos, you know, uh, it's a very the theme basically is you know I, I want to learn about different forms of chaos that we all go through naturally every day, every day, every day we go through a form of chaos. You know, every single one of us. Whether well, it be in the realm of relationships, uh, friendships, um, family, the workplace, career, financial issues, politics, social media. There's a form of chaos. Literally, we all go through daily, you know, and people don't realize it, but we do, you know. And there's a form of comfort that gets us through that. Yes. Like it is a, a, a it, it is a way that we persevere and get through that chaos, you know. And I like to learn about individuals who have experienced their own form of chaos or currently do experience. But I like to learn as far as and gain an understanding of what you do to gain that comfort in chaos. And those of you guys who don't understand, let me introduce you. This is one of uh, one of my battle buddies. He's a he's a senior leader in the United States Army as well, you know. Uh, we've operated together, worked together on almost on a daily basis. But, uh, you know, as you know, I don't go too much detail, you know, in the military guys, you guys know this already, but, uh, I won't go too much into detail into the jobs and the facets they explore on the daily basis. But at the same time, they're still human beings and they're still leaders. Um, and this is one leader who, uh, I really want to bring here because he is definitely, um, what I call a walking example of resilience. Jeez. I I, 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 I will, I will say (laughs) this guys, I will say this. He, he, he is a walking example of resilience. And and when I say that, I mean it as far as from the outside looking in, I say that only because I've only know basically just a tip of the iceberg of what your upbringing was like or what you currently went through. But I just know what was introduced to me when you got here. And I see where you are now, and I compare it to soldiers that I've worked with in the past, individuals I've operated with in the past, and I can see that there is a level of resilience that you have executed, you know. And I wanna, I wanna know about that because most people would check out. Yeah. Most yeah. people, most people will run away, put a tail between the legs, and just check out. You know, especially in the military.
1: Well, I think uh, a lot of people check out if, um, especially if they know. Their time is coming to an end in the military, uh, but for me, I, I, I can get into it. But for me, my time had just, if you will, reset. So I didn't okay. have. It's like I didn't have the choice, but to be resilient because I was. I was in it for the long haul. Okay. Um. But uh, just real quick, I am uh, Q. Uh, I go by Q Quan Wilcox. I am a, the host of Mediocre Dads. Um, if you're interested in more yes. about, about dad stuff that, uh, then go check out my channel called mediocre dads, my podcast. Uh, we try to put out a video yes, every guys. Week. The link will be down below. Yes. We try to put out a video every week. Not perfect at it. Um, have been some, some things cause life, you hey, know,
0: and also being the military team, you know, Oh yes, as a leader in the is, military,
1: <laughs> oh man, like you know it yep. better than I do. They, but yes, they know, they yeah. know. So, um, but uh but yeah no anyway so i didn't have the luxury of uh of just having to just checking out if you will to say like you know what is it, it, it things is something happened and i'm done right mm-hmm. um so i i actually so i i signed a contract a six-year contract the month before i got in trouble
0: Ooh. now now for for everybody who who doesn't know would you mind kind of taking everybody back and explain what you want to explain? Yeah, you know?
1: No, yeah, no. So again, and so it's, I, I think it's funny because, um, a lot of people will, will ask me like, Oh, if you don't mind me, if you don't mind, like if you're comfortable, like tell me what happened. <laughs> and I, I'm sure that, you know, other incidents that are severe and my, my incident is severe, but like, EO sharp type stuff, like those are severe things that people yes. don't want to talk about. So I get that. So i respect people when they ask me it, but, mm-hmm. uh, I am not a person that, uh, will hide their faults, if you will. Um, nice. Uh, you know, I think we can all learn from our faults. There you know, you our failures and... And take ownership. and Yeah, and take ownership And because a lot of people in the military don't like taking ownership for their <laughs> faults or for their failures, if they will. They will just be like, that well, that true. is such and such fault. That is such and such problem. They, because they didn't do this one thing, the whole thing fails when in reality, it's like, okay, but what could have you done if you knew that was, that was happening or that was going to happen, what could you be done to mitigate that? But, uh, but no, anyway, so for me, um, I was getting ready to deploy to Kuwait and Mm -hmm. Kuwait's not a deployment, but I was getting ready to deploy to Kuwait as an individual deployer. (laughs) Um, and, uh, I didn't know too much about the mission. I didn't know what was going on, who were, who I was supposed to be meeting with. I was two or three weeks out. Three weeks out from mission, and I had no idea who I was talking, who I was meeting with, and what I was doing. Mm-hmm. The in this, so me explaining this by no means is is a um, is me saying hey an excuse, but it it plays a part into um, why I did what I did. Okay. Uh, so um, anyway, so like I'm supposed to be deploying. I just find out. I just find out um, my wife's pregnant with our Ooh. second. Um, but the Ooh. the child we were supposed to have before that uh, was a miscarriage.
0: Ooh, I'm sorry. And so,
1: man. yeah, thank you. So, it, you know, so there was a lot of nervousness about hearing that, right? Because mm-hmm. there was, it was kind of like a when you, you you've been deployed before, when the, when the mortars come in, and then you know you hear the incoming, incoming, and that it, second it, of yep. freeze of like, oh, where's it gonna hit? And you hear the explosion, and you're like, all right. Whew i'm good you That's know good. what i mean uh I'm going back to bed yeah, exactly so <laughs> it was it was kind of like that but that moment was for for several weeks you know yeah and so with the stress of life and, and everything and uh going on i uh i just uh delta eight delta eight it, delta was, eight. it has thc in it um it's not necessarily uh I don't know the, the technical technical terms of it, if you will, right? So it has THC in it, but it's not next necessarily a mar- marijuana. But it has THC because obviously when the military drug test you or any federal yeah. agency drug test you, they're going to test for THC. Yeah. Because uh, that's the main component for marijuana. And,
0: and what was the form of this Delta-8? It,
1: it was like a gummy. It was a gummy? They were okay. just like gummies. So like uh, to get the full potency, if you will, you got to take two. And so, man, I remember like it was yesterday. Um, it was a Wednesday evening. I came home. I had been asking questions after questions. I'm like, hey, can someone tell me what's going on? And no one has an answer for me. Oh, man. No one has an answer for me. You know, again, my wife just found out she's pregnant. I'm happy. I'm sad because I'm like, you know, if if, if we have uh, another miscarriage, so I don't know what's going to happen. If you, don't, if you
0: don't mind. No, but, go ahead. So... During that process, you, 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 use the Delta eight mm. and what, what happened? Was there like, cause I mean, I understand there has to be a UA. Did somebody like, did your commander test you? And I mean, how did, how did it go from like, because I understand zero it's like... Zero to
1: 100? Yeah, exactly. That, <laughs> that
0: that phase from zero to 100. Like, what happened between there? Like, you know, because a, a, lot, a lot of people don't understand how that process works in the military. And those of you who mm-hmm. don't understand, like, even though a lot of states do authorize and the use of marijuana and THC usage, um, it is still federally mandated. You know, it's still uphold as a federal law. Mm-hmm. And as in the military, you are a federal employee. So you still uphold those those rules and regulations you know
1: yeah so it's it i can it's comical now right because my life is oh it's better but it's comical now so i tell i tell tell soldiers all the time military programs work and i was like (laughs) and i was like here's how i know it works so you know can i cuss yeah, dude. Okay, so no shit. Military there leaders, you so, can cuss. So you can cuss. You know, no shit. There I was, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Wednesday night, went to bed feeling good. Wake up Thursday morning, standing in the formation, standing tall, looking good, and they uh, they go, "Hey, uh, you've been randomly selected for a UA." I said, "I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what did you say?" Now, now was it just
0: you, or was <laughs> no, no, no. there other? I, I mean,
1: it was our ten percent. It was you know it was supposed to be our ten percent okay. for the month. So here's the kicker, right? Here's the, the, the kick in the nutsack. I was the UPL, the primary UPL, unit prevention leader. If what? you don't know what that is, unit prevention leader, right? That is the person who conducts the urine analysis. I was the primary for my company. So the alternate was another soldier. Uh, and so I had no idea what was supposed to go going on. Uh-huh. I'm supposed to know. But the only reason I didn't know what was coming on was because my commander you know, knowing, believing, he can trust everybody within his his company. Me and him were were uh, were pretty pretty close. Uh, but uh, he pinged the alternate and said, "Hey, you know, Wilcox is going don't going forward, so you need to take over as the prime for the primary uh-huh. for the company. I need to conduct a UA and pull the list and whatever the case might be. And I, lo and behold, I'm on the list. Ooh. The Lord works in mysterious ways because that's right. I yeah, listen. I was angry, angry, I tell you, I was angry, so I was like, I have to get, I have to get out of here, so I went home, and then I, I made up some excuse that I was like, hey, I can't come back today, and Mm -hmm. I was like, and I was like, hey, I gotta take care of some stuff, blah, 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 they're like, all right, uh, can you come, is there any way you can come back, I was like... Nah, I can't do it. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'm good. Like, yeah. it, it gets better and better, yeah. I promise. I'm thinking I'm good. Uh, and then fast forward to Friday. Okay. Standing tall, looking good. I'm thinking, of, pff, I, I dodged a bullet. I was like, I'm never doing that again. Right before the flag goes off, my lieutenant listens to me. He's like, hey, man, uh, we're still going to need you to go upstairs and uh, do, do participate UA. in the UA. And I was like, my heart like sunk in my, in my, to my stomach. And I'm just like, I'm Dude. so screwed. I'm so screwed. And so I was like, yeah, Roger, sir. I had to play, it. I have to play it cool. You know what I mean? I was like, I was like, well, maybe just maybe this, it won't, you know, it won't appear. Like I'll be good. Like, I you know, like, I, yeah. You, you gotta know, give like, yourself you, that realm of hope. Yeah. You don't know say that you know. false sense of hope, if you will. So, uh, I go up there and I, I, I kind of, I give, uh, that, uh, the alternate some, I give them some grief. You know what I'm saying, like yeah. w- w- with the time we were the same rank, um, but I was I was senior to him, and I was like, but I give him some grief, and I let him know, like, hey man, like you know we're. The really UPLs like we're supposed to be look out for each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, not saying uh, that well, I'm doing something wrong or you're doing something wrong. So but he like, could
0: have told you your name was on oh, the list. He, he could have told me and the name of the list, or he could
1: have just been like, Nah, I'm not gonna put him on the list. You know what I mean? Because if if me and you are the yeah. UPLs, and I don't want to, I don't want to dime out the army and as. As uh as mischievous <laughs> or anything like, or to make it seem like we're we're out here trying to do the wrong thing, um. Uh, but if me and you are the, are the, I'm you're the primary, I'm the alternate, or whatever the case might be, vice versa. Uh, if I'm doing one, I say, hey, okay, you're on the list. I'm gonna let you know you're on the list. Yeah, you, I may know like you're the straight shooter. Uh, if hey, you will. drink you're some a,
0: water, you're a square. And, I, oh, okay, and guys, by the way. He's not giving me that heads up so that I can use drugs. No, that's not why. He's giving me the heads up because those of you who go through UPL testings or who have know that it sucks when you got to go pee and you don't got to pee. So yes. you literally have to chug a bunch of water, minute, thirty minutes, half an hour goes by. You're still chugging water. You're chugging water till you literally feel sick, and then you're finally like, "Okay, now I can go pee." So it's more of just like a heads up, like, "Hey, he's giving me a heads up. Hey, dude, uh, your name's on there, so you might want to chug water tonight, <laughs> and don't hey, take that morning piss."
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not even. It may not even be so so as direct. It might be like, "Hey, man, um, if I were you, I would wait till you got to work." Um, because things are going to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's funny because if you've been in for long enough, uh, if you've been in longer than a day, you know that if someone says that, you're like, all right. uh, So there's a few, one or two things that could be happening. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to take the guess here and I'm just I'm going to assume everything's happening tomorrow. Yep. So I'm not going to the bathroom.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh
1: and uh I'm I'm going to be I'm going to have my dog tags on me. I'm going to make sure like, you know, like whatever is going on tomorrow, I'm prepared for as much as possible. I got to, you know, maybe it's a surprise hide and wait. Listen, I'll You know what I'm saying? Like I'll do what I got to <laughs> do, do to make sure, do. make sure I'm good, you know what I mean? So uh but yeah, no, uh I gave him some grief and I and I felt bad for that I did that, but uh you know, I went down there, pissed in the cup, came back up, handed him like it was nothing. And then uh, three weeks later, I was on a plane to Kuwait. Yeah. And then um, the rest is kind of history because they, did, they found out, I left in March, or at the beginning of March. They got the results at the beginning of April. And
0: so you had already left the country. I already
1: left the country. I was already gone. I was kind of like, I was like, well, I guess they haven't. uh, The the results came back and I, they were in my favor. Yeah. I was like, thank you, Jesus. That was not the case. Uh, I was trying to get my leave form signed. Uh, long story short, trying to get my leave form signed. He wasn't signing my leave form. It was a new commander. So I was like, maybe he just doesn't know me or whatever the case might be. I'm PCSing though. And so then I, uh, I was like, Hey, keep pinging my leadership back in the back home. And they're just not giving me the run around. So I was like, open door policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually one of my buddies, he was like, and this is, this is where I will say it's one of those your people look out for you. He knew what was going on, but he legally couldn't tell me what was going on.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And so he was like, Hey man, um, you know something like this I mean, sometimes it means someone's in trouble but I don't know if you know if you did something like I'm not saying you did but like you know uh, you know open door policy is probably the next best thing and he kind of hinted kind of to you yeah like he letting He's me know like Smith. hey man like hey like I you know like I'm just letting you know like yeah. what's coming down the pipe so I did open door had a pre- closed door conversation um, back home and commander and legal was in the room back home so um, he's like, Hey, uh, this is such and such. What can I do for you? And I was like, Hey, sir, uh, I'm just using the open door policy for, uh, about my leave. I'm supposed to be CSing here pretty soon. He was like, Hey, well, I just want to let you know that, uh, it's me and legal who's in this office right now. And I was like, mm, all right, yep, this is it. I'm it's a wrap. You know what I mean? And he goes, uh, he's like, yeah, Hey, well, your leaves on administrative hold because you failed a, uh, a urine analysis. And I was like, Roger that sir. I was like, I was like, what's the next step from here? He's like, well, um, you know, I can't legally advise you yet because I cannot, I cannot, uh, or I can't tell you what you should do, but I can't, you know, because of, I was at, I wasn't there usually when they tell you that they have to counsel you they have to go through these steps. They have to follow these steps or else they could, the case can be thrown out. Right. Yeah. Because they could mis- be as you were playing favoritism. So they're very strict to have to follow. Right. So they, yeah. that's why legal was present. So legal could say, Hey, I, in fact was present when he notified the soldier. He, however, he did notify the soldier that, um, uh, he's not being flagged currently because he's not present to receive a counseling. Right. Cause mm-hmm. I have to be present to receive that counseling, mm-hmm. sign that counseling, whatever the case might be. Uh, anyway, it was a whole shenan, uh, sh- whole shebang. Right. So that is what led me to, I was in the dumps, get my second reading. Oh, yeah. And he, uh, the, you know, I, I have a lawyer there. Um, always encourage if you're any, in any sort of trouble, I don't purposely get in trouble, but if you're, ever in any sort of trouble get a lawyer get a lawyer <laughs> i cannot stress this enough um you know my leaders were upset that i had a lawyer they were they like took really? it personal that i had a lawyer was it a military lawyer or a civilian lawyer a civilian lawyer civilian mm-hmm. lawyer who uh specialized in military law oh yeah yeah they're um, gonna hate you right so they were upset that i had a lawyer i'm talking like i said he was my sergeant major was giving my reading and he was like um, I would like, uh, he was like, you can have anybody present of you're choosing. I said to easy, I was like, I'm not my lawyer present. He's like, you can't do that. I was like, you just, you just said I can have anybody present in this document that you're having me sign says I can have anybody present of my choosing. You're telling me yeah. I can't, who I can't choose now. So either you're lying or this document's lying and we need to figure something out. Okay. And he was like, well, I, I need to get with legal, but he <laughs> goes, I'm pretty sure you can't have your lawyer present. Uh, like I'm pretty sure yeah, that's the good. one person you can't have present what I can have the if, if I can he have would, my mom present if I wanted to yeah I can have the general of the base present if I wanted <laughs> yeah. to are you telling me you are you can't tell me I can pick anybody and then say yeah. except that person right so uh, so yeah so no uh, I have my lawyer present um, but they didn't like that I know they didn't like Yo, it you know oh what yeah. I'm saying and they never do it, it's not like a I can prove that they didn't like it but mannerisms, body language—you could tell they were uncomfortable. Because now yeah. they had to have legal present. Yeah. Because my lawyer, if my when my lawyer came in, he knew, hey, if they do anything wrong here, look, we're gonna get this thrown out with a at the at the, the drop of a hat. We're gonna be like, hey, you broke, you know, when it gets civil rights, boom. Yeah. Drop the case or you might inc- incur something else. Right. So uh-huh. they had to have legal presence. They had to set it up. They had a game plan. Oh, whole whole shebang. It was like a case. Right. If you will. Yep. Um, but, uh, anyway, long story, I got 45 days extra duty. I got demoted, uh, which the demotion was the big thing. That's what stabbed me in the heart the most. Gosh, dude. And how,
0: how, how long of a process from the time you got read to the time, like all this happened, like, Basically, from the time they called you, from when they just said, hey, uh, you failed the UA. Like, from that point on to the time you got demoted.
1: If it was May, what was it, May? It was the end of May, May May 20th, I think. Okay. All the way.
0: Guys, chaos. It's comforting chaos, all right? It's going to happen. But it's what you do after you explore that form of chaos and how you get through it. That's what's going to make you who you are. All right. So remember that. Okay, man. So where we left off, um, you were explaining exactly the process. Okay. So you're getting ready to deploy and uh, you made a decision that, you know, you use a, a abuse, a Delta 8. Yep. In legal for- in
1: North Carolina. Still legal federally.
0: Yes. Legal. A legal chewable. My <laughs> we add, it was a chewable. <laughs> Yeah. And a gummy, and uh, he explored it, and you know, uh, later on, got tested in the military the very next day. Yeah, <laughs> which I got. I do have questions about that. I do have questions because, oh man, somebody were were you with somebody on your team or somebody that just said, hey, you might want to test this guy tomorrow. <laughs> i'm just gonna say
1: uh so i wasn't with anybody on my team but i will say that i was no oh, so for you know, for that no i wasn't i wasn't with anybody that day i was i was alone so <clears throat> i how i found out about death to eight was that was not the first time okay that was not the first time um now, when I went, was standing in front of the leadership, that was the first time. <laughs> okay. You know, listen, I, cause if you, if it, I didn't want it to be worse, so I was like, if I say that I've done it before, then they're going to, it's like, then it's going to be like, oh, so this isn't your first offense. You knew it was wrong and you repeatedly did it and you still got caught. So then I was like, yeah, I'm just going to tell you, no, that was the first time I ever did it. And, uh, my Sergeant Major, he tried to poke holes in my story. Oh yeah. Uh, but you know, that's what I, Sergeant I, Majors do. Guys. I, uh, you know, I had time to think about this, to plan yeah, accordingly. You know, I was in thousands of miles away. I had time to plan. I spoke <laughs> to several lawyers before that moment, you know.
0: Now, and, uh, would you say that helped you in your favor? Would you say that if you were still stateside during this whole time and didn't deploy, would it be a different outcome? Or,
1: um, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. Uh, only because the command was different. It was okay. a different command. It's like so. My commander was different at the time, so I don't know. You know what I mean? Not to say he, like he would have swept her on no, the rug, but like it would have. It,
0: it, it, it yeah, makes sense.
1: They would have probably been like, it would have been different for to to say the least. But uh, but no. So I went through all of that, right? I mm-hmm. you know the demotion, the forty five days of extra duty, and then I get to uh, it's like day. 15 day 20 i'm in extra duty so if you don't mind
0: for those of you don't understand so he got demoted all right and and not just any rank you were a staff sergeant right yes guys so those of you don't know a staff sergeant all right that's an e6 a staff sergeant in the military that is a senior that is moving up from a junior non-commissioned officer to a senior non-commissioned officer you were in the staff session all right um so getting reduced in rank to from a staff sergeant to a sergeant as a member of the nco corps that that that's huge it stings, that, stings and, and, and that that will definitely sting and that'll 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 affect mentally and physically and not to mention to uh financially you know and i can imagine <laughs> and, and i'm pretty sure you're gonna oh, tell us here but <laughs> i just wa- want to make sure everybody has an understanding of what it's not just any demotion this is a a senior leader demotion yeah okay
1: and uh it it was it was big because i uh i didn't know how much it hurt until i was because i had all i have all my stuff sewn on so i I didn't know how much it hurt until i showed up to uh the, the the sewing shop to get it get it changed That I was like, I was there to be like, hey, I'm here to put sergeant rank back on, right? And so it didn't, it didn't, it didn't. I didn't really feel it, (sighs) dude. How did the
0: ladies look at you?
1: You know what? You know what's funny? How did the
0: (laughs) the Korean ladies look at you at the cell shop?
1: So it it was Fort Bragg. So you know what's funny? I sold them that, and they they didn't they didn't didn't skip a beat they're man like, oh, it's they just took it one. they're like cool sounds good and they just did it and Next. then they're like you need your PC too uh, yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, oh shit yeah I forgot I'm gonna need my PC yeah, too they like, for yeah me. that'd be uh, $16 <laughs> so like it was the, it was Damn, not they didn't dude. they just give a beat man they didn't skip a beat they just <laughs> no questions just yep cool give it to us what rank do you want on? Sergeant Sergeant E5 track no, all don't worry about that <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even ask hey what happened nah the dude turns around and he goes hey sergeant e5 on on both of these right here and I was, they're like the ladies are like <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> having conversations like because at this point I'm sure they've seen it they've seen it enough to know like
0: I guess so you know a
1: and I'm not gonna lie you know to some extent regardless of what happened it seems like I fit the part you know I got the i the soldier's got the, the beard you know what I mean and my hair was looking a little crazy because you know at this point I'm kind of just I'm in a I don't know, I'm a different headspace you know what you mean? so well, I'm like not gonna haircut so.
0: why do you gotta go there with the beard what do, do you say that
1: oh because explain explain oh, to explain man. to the
0: people to understand okay so you look the part like explain what that means and then by you having a beard no, explain that. Okay, I'm so curious.
1: so the, the the beard thing is it, most soldiers in the military who you come across who have a beard they're black soldiers and it, it, it's it's not to say it's it's black soldiers are bad because they have a shaving profile but they have the profile for a reason you know yeah what I mean? no they do but unfortunately um, since I've been I've been in since, since for going on ten years now and getting a shaving profile was like uh like you just want to be a part of the people that just that just don't want to go full-on soldier you know what i mean like yeah you're exactly. just you're just trying to half-ass it basically yeah and you're uh
0: it, it 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 can sometimes it can come out as like a cop out right like, it, hey i don't need to shave today don't worry exactly like profile. you're
1: just you're if you're able to get a profile you're just like you can shave but you just refuse to and i'm like no i let my whole neck brace out like, it, it looks crazy um but so like yeah but it since I've been in like, and I, and I got my permanent profile. Oh my goodness. I don't know how many times I've been in a room having a conversation, um, having a serious conversation with a senior leader presenting something. And everything i said was negated by the fact that I had a beard and no one else did. Right. Really? Yeah. And again, it's nothing I can, there's no tangible evidence for me to say like, this is why, this is what he, this is why he didn't, he didn't accept my brief, but, again facial expressions mannerisms how they carry themselves how they talk to you from that point on and how they're having conversations with other people even Mm -hmm. though you're the one who gave the brief you start to see you're like "Mm, okay again for me i just pointed to has to be it's probably the beard okay because any other reason i'm sure i'm a big dude like you know but i'm not by any like you know uh freaking pudding. You know what I mean? Like I'm, yeah. I'm a, I, I power, I used to power lift, so I'm slowly coming down from my power lifting uh, size. But like, you know, I'm not like a, a ball of pudding out here just like, yeah. you know, rolling across life. No, but you know, I I just associate it with the beard. And don't get me wrong, there sometimes that I... I do let this thing grow a little too large. Um, <laughs> so the times you will see it when it's, when you're like, oh. In, oh, I don't know if you're getting a little too iffy is right before holiday block leaf. I, oh. I won't shave. I, I will, I won't cut it down. I will let that thing go because for when I go into holiday block leaf, I want that thing to look good. You know, I'm going to get okay. it shaped up and everything. I'm I'm going to go shebang. Like, uh, you, okay. you know, okay. C- yeah. You know, so, cause this for me, let me tell you, if I shave tomorrow, you won't see this for four to five months. <laughs> so <laughs> it takes a hot minute for me to grow. Hey, some facial uh, hair. I, I know, I know the
0: struggle. I know so, the struggle.
1: So, yeah, but so again, and then my hair, I didn't have a haircut. You know, my hair was grown, grown all out and I didn't have, my hairline was looking crazy. So it started to, you know, usually when soldiers are at that point where they just don't care or they clearly just look unprofessional, they're, that means they're getting out. That means they're getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, hey, like... They usually do. Yeah, you know, it's like, damn, the consequences. Like, this is... This they thing check out. To me, yeah, they check out. So this they thing to me doesn't mean anything. So, like, shaving, getting a haircut, why? I get out in in two weeks. Yep. You want me to cut my hair down just so I have to grow it out again for two weeks? For what? You're you're already kicking me out. You're already doing the thing that I, you know... Like,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Like, it's over in two weeks. And, so. I, and
0: yeah, and I had a few of them. In my career, I've had a few of them, and that's why I was able to address. uh, I'm able to identify a situation that can literally lead to an individual to just either they had a crossroads, they crossroads where they can just, hey, check the fuck out, or figure out a way to build themselves back up.
1: Well, so that was the hardest part. For the hardest part for me was was uh, building myself up. Um, I would sit there until eight o'clock in the evening, and look, the unit I was in, the, they, regardless of how I felt, how the, what came out of it, they they did, I would say they took care of me, right? Because most of the time, if you're on extra duty, you're there from the morning, almost till nine, ten o'clock at night. They would said, hey man, you come in, really? at, yeah, you come in at nine. So Fort Hood, if you got 45 days your duties. Was this Fort Hood? Well, this is Fort Bragg where I got in trouble, but at oh, Fort Hood, if shit. you got extra duty, you were there until uh, what was it nine? Or the latest they could be there was eleven? Or I'm sorry, was ten? But if they stayed any, until eleven, then they had PT off the next day. So they would keep really? them there till ten o'clock, right? They would be like, "Hey, you know, you're gonna so ten o'clock at night." Can you imagine? Being so outside? you
0: went through your normal work day, and then after your work day, you reported extra duty. Mm-hmm. And you were there till about ten o'clock at
1: night. No, so brag. I was only there till eight. Okay. So get off at seventeen, and then I I was regardless of what I was doing at two hundred, I was good to go home. Okay. So I was I had a, I got it easy with the forty five days, extra, unless it changed. But that's how what I knew forty five days extra duty was when coming up was like you were there late, and uh, and so <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I kid you not I, there were a lot of days I was sitting there and I just I was thinking uh, to myself was like, I put myself in the situation. There's no one else I can blame. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I got to do these days. And I was like in a year, my life's going to be completely different, but like, it's hard to think, to look past tomorrow when you're in a moment like that. Oh, it's shit. hard to look past tomorrow, even a week, a week past that situation, yeah. even though, you know, tomorrow was coming. Right. Yeah. I know the Bible tells us tomorrow was never promised. However, in the back of your mind, we're humans. We know, or we assume that tomorrow was coming regardless of yeah. how we feel about it. Tomorrow was coming. Mm-hmm. And that, but that mentality, I was like, this is, this is rough. This stinks. You know what I mean? So I, uh, I was just doing, I was doing the 45 days and I was, I was sitting there and some days were better than the others. And, you know, people around me on my team, they're like, hey, man, like we're good. Like, you know, they giving me the respect knowing, cause I, you know, I, like you said, I was, I was already a staff sergeant. I was one of, um, the senior staff sergeants there yeah, and uh you know because I had I had been I had served as the platoon sergeant for a little bit uh acting platoon sergeant um for on multiple occasions for up to a month so like I had served in a leadership position where it was where I've seen was like he is a solidified leader if we need someone to take charge he can do that and so but then to go back from come from a staff sergeant to a sergeant and it's kind of like I don't know if we can have him take charge. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's where the trust starts to, to, yeah. to plead and people start to be like, eh, I don't know. You know? So it was, it was hard cause like my pride and my ego. Uh, and then my, the biggest thing, and you know this, this story part, but the, the biggest thing was my wife. Ooh. So I told Ooh, my wife, wife. <laughs> I told Ooh. my wife the, the day, uh, so again, I did it on a Wednesday evening. Thursday, they told me about the UA. I called her on my way home. I said, "Hey, listen, um, I got some bad news for you." Oh no! I was like, "Hey, I'm probably going to get caught up for for doing the Delta Eight
0: yesterday." Uh, oh no! So was she aware that you did the Delta Eight? Yes. Or was she present?
1: Uh, she we, she was she was putting so, like and I remember like it was yesterday. I was sitting on my couch, and I was like, "You know what? Screw this!" Because I didn't drink during the week. Yeah, I I was I, I I didn't like how attached I was getting to alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was cheers I, by the way. Cheers. So <laughs> I say that and then I'm going to take a drink. I know it's. it's I, a, I don't mean to put you like no, that. No 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 no.
0: no. Um, I'm just I, hey you know what I get it I get it and that's why I cheers to that. So cheers to recognizing the fact that you can be possibly getting attached to alcohol. Uh,
1: so <laughs> it's. And man, oh gosh, I feel like I can talk forever now because I have, I have so many stories in my mind. Dude, going, yeah, I no. love it. <laughs> no, so uh, I was getting so attached. I felt like I was getting so attached to alcohol. So I would, I would, I would say, hey, you know what? I don't want to be the guy that shows up to formation drunk or smelling like alcohol.
0: Okay, now for the record, when someone's saying they're attached to alcohol and you're showing up to formation smelling like alcohol, that means you literally stop drinking, like. Maybe three hours before you woke up for formation. Yeah. So like, and, and I know like, soldiers that used to do that. So, yes. So yes. don't feel bad for those of you who are still drinking alcohol out there who
1: are in the military. Yeah. If you drink during the week and you have a beer <laughs> or so like, I'm not Just saying be like professional. You know, yeah, yeah. So uh, be able to meet your alarm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, meet your alarm. Yeah. So I, uh, I, it was bad. So like I didn't. So during the week, I refused to take a sip. I refused. It was Friday, okay. Saturday. That I was, if you devoting to, to drinking. No, that's
0: legit, man. I, I actually used to be that same way myself. Um,
1: but uh, but when I did it, it was it was I would go overboard. Oh, uh, I see. So Jim okay. Bean um, is like so my tolerance Ooh. so I drink bourbon bourbon is my drink of choice good thing I didn't show you the Jim uh, Beam I have downstairs I don't I don't I ref- I won't drink it anymore I okay, don't good. drink it I could drink a whole bottle in good. one night
0: because I didn't that's why I didn't open the Jim Beam downstairs
1: like I can drink a whole <laughs> bottle by myself in one night that's how tall that's how I am with Buffalo Trace uh, well, so you, you gotta sip Buffalo Trace that's, I mean yeah Buffalo Trace is meant to be sipped yeah, so I will it's a, it's a sipper I will. Res- I respect Buffalo Trace so much that I I, I only sip it even though I know, like, if I wanted to, I could, I could drink a lot. Oh, more. I bet. So, um, but that's okay. Why. So back, 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 to your wife. So yeah, yeah, you so told her that you gave her the bad news. I gave her the bad news. Sorry, going on a lot of tangents. My ADHD. No, I, I, that's so, what I'm here for. Dude. <laughs> so uh, I told her, and she was like, "She goes, okay, all right. So what does that mean?" And I was like, "Well, um, I said usually that probably means you know probably gonna go through this whole." Uh, Article fifteen business Ooh. and I was like, you know, um, they ha- they're probably gonna start wanna chapter me out and we just I guess like we just gotta you know we gotta roll with the punches Which comes from there. I was like, the biggest thing though is that bonus that I got. Oh, and you got dude, a we- bonus. The bonus that I that they just paid me the week prior. Oh, dude. Because the bo- it takes a while because I reenlisted. Yeah, no, I reenlisted it does. in January. And then the me pissing hot happened in February, but I didn't actually get caught for pissing hot until oh. April. So it was January 29th or something, 26, 29th that I re- officially re enlisted. And then February 22nd is when I pissed hot. And so, but the oh. bonus finally came in that week before that. Oh. I hot. So like, just you no. Know, so I get, I get, you know, it was, I think it was like, it was like 15 to $20,000. Um, it, it' how the bonus worked out at the time. It was like fifteen, twenty thousand dollars in my bank account and I'm using that to 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 fund my next house here. Yeah. And I literally she's like, Okay. So I was like, I'm probably gonna have to pay that bonus if they kick me out, I'm gonna have to pay back that bonus. And she's like, Okay, all right. At and this time,
0: how many kids did you have?
1: Uh <laughs> No, because hey, you guys, you guys
0: should know this. He also has
1: children too. Yeah. So I, <laughs> we just found out she was pregnant. Ooh. That's when we just found out she was pregnant. Listen, That's the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> oh. And I, when I say that, I don't mean to say it as, um, just as, as, a statement, just to say it. Right. Um, uh, because, you know, I do believe in Jesus Christ. I do believe he died on the cross for our sins. Um. And, uh, I'm not perfect, uh, as mm-hmm. we've been listening, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am not perfect. Um, uh, but I do, uh, I do have a calling that I, that I'm, I'm exploring currently. Um, and to be a youth pastor, but, uh, that's for another time, but nonetheless, okay. I say that cause I mean it right. And I do want to, I do, I do, uh, want to be a youth pastor. I do want to minister to, uh, adolescents, not mm-hmm. little kids teenagers going into becoming young men and young women mm-hmm. anyway uh but uh but yeah she took it with stride and so then I'm thinking like wow. all right she's just receiving this information nothing's happened yet so when it happened I came home that evening and I said hey it's I need you to be prepared in the next two weeks it might get a little wow. crazy you know what I mean, and she just like I said she just found out she's pregnant she's like trying to maintain stress to the Dude. minimum because again as I said the last child we were supposed to have was a miscarriage so you know listen she's like I can't handle stress I'm just gonna Dude. tune that out type thing you know what I mean and so all this information all of this is happening at one time all yeah. this is happening at one time and I still deploy I still deploy and yeah. I still go off and she's doing that first first and part of the second trimester by herself and then so then to get the phone call while I'm, while I'm over there to say hey I got in trouble and I have to start looking at my options because I had spoken to a lawyer. I spoke to the first thing I did. I didn't, I didn't even tell her that night. Um, after the conversation, my commander, yeah. I, the next day I spoke to a lawyer and I told him what happened. And he was like, and he was a reserve, a reservist. Uh, cause most of Kuwait and Aliceville reservists are national guard cats. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> captain looks at me. He goes, Hey man, um, start looking for a job straight up that's what he was like straight up he goes Oh he goes start looking for a job he goes have you thought about what you're going to do when you get out of the military and i was like not necessarily he goes now's the time to do that he goes do you have a resume i was like i have piece one together he's like pay for if if i were you i can't i can't tell you what to do but you know if i were you i'd highly encourage you to pay for someone to to give you a, to build you a resume, a solid resume with the stuff you did from your previous NCVRs. Yeah. And uh, uh start uh start building that. You know, he said, you're gonna need it. He goes and he, he him being reservist and um and work having a civilian job, um, he was a prosecutor in New York. Actually, so uh, his I don't want to put the dude's business out, but he was a prosecutor in New York. No, but yeah, I got, you, I got you. Um, so he he was new all the NS law, he wasn't just some some um law captain who just got his law degree and he's trying to figure it out. No, like he practices law on a civilian job on a daily, yeah. So he knows his shit, right? So he he was like, Hey, start looking for a new job. And so I did, I told my wife, uh, I was building, I had a plan what we were gonna do. There was a there was a, a Cool job, if you will, in Phoenix. Um, It wasn't with any federal agency, but it was still in the realm of what we do. Okay. And in Phoenix. And I was like, all right, I'm going to move back to Phoenix. I'm going to use that to pay for for us to live and we're going to do that. And I called my parents, told them what was going on. They were just like, okay, hey, we understand. You know, uh, we get it. We all make mistakes. You know, I don't know why you did it.
0: I wish you didn't do I'll it. I tell you what, dude. Your family was a lot understanding than mine would have been. <laughs> I, I, I'll just tell you right now, man. If I would have told that to my parents, oh, dude. The so Latinos, bro. We. <laughs> well,
1: so you gotta. So you. So you gotta. You gotta understand my. Uh, um, my oldest brother, uh, he was a drug addict, and so okay. like I'm talking like every drug under the sun. He's done. Okay. He's done it, and yeah, the sure. only reason and the only way he got clean one was due to do Jesus Christ and the two was going to prison for five years. Damn. So, so I'm at, <laughs> Dude. I, and I, I, I'm not saying we, I so know
0: resilience any, runs in the family.
1: Yeah. So I'm not saying I know anybody or there's anybody out there who's, who's similar situation, but like when he was going to prison, he was still, um, using and he, he, he might, you know, tell my parents he wasn't, but he was, he was still using. And so, uh, he went into prison and he was, he got obviously he got clean i mean you yeah you have no You're, other choice no to get choice. Clean. and in arizona no let me tell you right now um they don't play you know i mean the they're they're uh their their justice system if you will or the prison system out there in arizona oh that's no joke so uh but yeah no so you know they were they've experienced that you know they experienced that with him so it was kind of it's not not to say it was a surprise but it was still like a it still hurts, but it was like, hey, we expect a better type thing. Reading between the lines it was we expected better, but we understand. So hey, if you gotta get out, if you need help, we're here for you. Yeah. And uh we're here for your family. That's, well, that's you good, need. man. So But I'm still here. No, hey, and you know what? So, that's good. You had that
0: <laughs> you had the family support if you needed it, yeah. but you're still here.
1: Yeah, and I I the only reason you know I don't believe it's kind of like a like a Jonah type of thing, uh, where he, you know, Jonah was told uh, was Jonah tasked whale, right? was to go, you know, uh, preach the word to uh, Nineveh. Yes, Nineveh, and he was like, I don't know how I knew that, guys. <laughs> He was like, he was like, uh, nah, I'm good. I'm good chief. Um, however common, I am going to go this way though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was that, way. that place I'm go is too way. crazy. Yeah, like, that place
0: is too crazy. That's like, that's like then being then told to like,
1: Hey, go preach in, uh, uh pr- go preach the gospel in Israel. And, uh, matter of fact, go to Mecca and preach the gospel and tell them yeah. that Jesus is King. And then, uh, yeah, and the tell heart them they, of Islam. Right. If they don't <laughs> repent, um, well, uh, God's going to re- lay wrath.
0: You don't on mind if I you know what pour me good? some? Okay.
1: Good. God's going to lay some wrath on you. Right. And people, if you went to, if someone went to mecca and say, Hey, I'm here to spread the good news. They'd be like, Oh, they're like, kind of Jesus Christ. So they're like, yeah, okay, nope, go ahead. Kick rocks. Pimpin. You know what I mean? So like, um, yep. so anyway, I kind of felt like Jonah because I have been running away Ooh. from, um, from like calling, if you will, of, or running away from the Lord just in general because i was i was not I was not in my as deep as of my faith as I am now, and I was just I was just kind of doing my thing, you know so I was actively running away, just running running, and then this moment where I had where I was at the bottom for me it was the bottom i've I hurt myself, I hurt my family. I have to look my wife and my kids and the, my kids don't you know my kids dude, don't know be brutal my kid and like anything but my daughter doesn't know my daughter doesn't know she doesn't know what rank is she doesn't understand that but i have to at one point in my life am i gonna have to i'm probably gonna have to explain to her where i failed at and how i failed right not to say hey i failed but look at me now you know what i'm saying you know but like just to well if you ask me dude no you don't have to, you don't you don't <laughs> just, well, so, and she doesn't I know. <laughs> well, and I'm that's just a, kidding. I'm kidding. Yo, so that's the no, thing, right? Because I part legit, of me doesn't legit. want to tell her, right? Part of me is just like, Hey, she never has to know this. Dad, you spent 20 years in the army or 23 years in the army. Yes, I did. I did my time. Yeah, I'm tired as a, as whatever. Yep, I Hell did. Yeah. And that was it. She doesn't have to know that, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but there's going to become a time in her life where something's going to be hard. It's going to be one of the hardest things she's going to go through, and she's probably going to think of her parents first to say, Hey, I have to call my parents and have to tell them. And she's not going to know that her parents went through something or her father at least went through something. Yeah. So difficult, hard, right. That before where she's like, Oh, you understand. Right. Because our kids just like me, who I think my parents and their infamous wisdom, they've gone through so many different things. I think they could. They couldn't possibly understand what I'm going through. They couldn't possibly understand Dude. what I what things happen to me. And but you know, they've experienced themselves. We just don't know that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, and, and, and the funny thing is, is that a lot of people don't understand. Is um, we as individuals can take bad news. Yes, you know, we can take bad news, but having to take it, but then share it. Yes, share it to a wife, to kids to immediate family members, um, of, of, in your situation uh, that I just got demoted in the United States military, literally a uniform military, uniform military code of justice has found me unfavorable and has demoted me. Yes. We don't, as, as individuals, we don't think about that. You know, you think about it, you, you can go get fired, you can go and, and get laid off at a job, but as individuals, yeah, Hey, we can take that. You know, if you were a single staff sergeant, I'm sure you probably would have taken it a little bit differently. Taking it on the chin. I'm, on. I'm sure you would have just been like, okay, boom, I'm going to get a lawyer. We're going to do this, you know, but the real, the real effect is when you have to relay that to your wife, to your kids, to your family and say, hey, I just got demoted in the United States Army as a senior leader to a junior leader. Like, no one really thinks about that. because I didn't. <laughs> it, no, it's it yeah. tough. But see, that's how I see it. And that's why it takes a level of resilience, man, to be able to go through all that and to still bounce back. And, and be where you are today Yeah You know Literally You know we won't go, We'll go further into where you are today But It, it, it takes It takes a huge It takes a, a certain individual To just not check the fuck out Literally Just be like fine Fine This is where the system's putting me Hey I'm done I'm done Okay hey, I'm not gonna shave I'm not gonna get a haircut Do whatever They demoted me I'm done you know what else are you gonna do kick me out I'm already getting kicked out
1: I'm already on the track
0: there. I'm on the track I'm Ooh. on the way out what, what else are you gonna do like hey you want me to wake up at 06 <laughs> yeah get out of here <laughs> come wake me up at 09 and bring pancakes like literally that's that's literally no, I'm, I'm just saying because I've had I, I've dealt with soldiers like that and they just checked out yep just checked out
1: I uh, every part of me wanted to and so it I tell i tell a lot of people um and you know when you know when people ask you oh why would you join? why are you still in how long you because you know again they see the rank and they're like oh you got maybe tops seven eight years in the army and they're like how long you been in <laughs> 10 try me how long you been in oh got you <laughs> we are not the same and it, it, you know like You know, like, and I don't say that I don't mean to come off as uh, a prideful, uh, you know, asshole, but like, you know, like I just, uh, uh, so many people, especially now they're like, we're, we're the same. Give me names. No, (laughs) give me names. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, you know one, But you, I was like, (laughs) you're like, we are the same. And I'm like, no, we, we, we are not. We, we are not, our conversations are different. You know, like I can have, so for example, the conversation I have with say first sergeant or the commander, the level in which those conversations come from and what they are are different from newly promoted sergeant having those conversations, right? Because confidence, one confidence plays a big key into it, right? And presence, and so like, I have confidence. I have presence yeah. in a lot of, in, in any room that I walk into and in anything I'm doing, I'm confident what I'm doing, what my right. skill base is, but a lot of new, new, newly promoted NCOs are not confident about what they're able to do. So you can tell they're like, uh, maybe yes. How do I do this? Let me,
0: Roger, I'll be back. <laughs> can, I, can, can I ask you, why, why do you think that? Why do you think they're not confident? And by the way, you're saying newly promoted. That means they've already been awarded promotion, but yet they're still not confident in their promotion. But why do you say that?
1: Because I just want to hear I want to hear your thoughts. I think so for a lot of people, you know, reality isn't set in until it happens. Mm -hmm. Right. It's kind of like everybody knows the world's going to end at one point. Mm hmm but it's not in the forefront of our minds that the world's going to end until the world's actively ending in front of our faces. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a kind of like getting punched in the face. You know what I mean? Like you, it's everybody thinks they can fight until they get hit. Even better. Right. (laughs) Every great plan. Shut up. Mike Tyson. um, (laughs) Every great plan fails at first contact. Right. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, you have a plan going into when you're gonna get promoted, what's it gonna look like, what you're gonna do, and how you're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And then you get promoted, and that's when you get punched in the mouth. You don't only get punched in the mouth once, yeah. you get punched in the mouth twice. And you're yeah. like, you like, okay, I got this. Nose bleeding a little bit, chipped tooth, but I got this. And you get with your first problem as, an, as a leader. And then you look around you're like, so who's gonna handle this? Who's gonna? And they're all looking at you and you're like oh that's me i'm the guy now i'm the gal now i'm i'm the person that they're expecting answers from to have yeah. all figured out you are that and one and now they're like i don't know what to do i don't know what to do <laughs> and so like they're like uh, how do i what do i do how do i get out of this no like, <laughs> i don't what, like you know what i mean like it's it's in, it's intimidating yep. because imagine when so when you were you know private snuffy um in the military and the one of the worst problems you had to bring to your leaders and now you have that problem you're like yo i didn't even know how to handle it and it was happening to me now you want me to handle it and it's happening to somebody else what It was happening to me and I didn't even know what Dude. to do. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. I, I'm, I'm supposed to have the answer all of a sudden because look, these stripes say that I have the answer. Just written on my forehead. Just because you stripes
0: on your chest, now you have the answer. Yeah.
1: Or, like, or even like lieutenants, right? You know, new to the military. They're like, you're a leader. And they're like, I don't know what that means. And they're like, but you're a leader. Cool. I'm the platoon leader. I got that. I know my duty <laughs> position. What does that mean to like be yeah. a leader? I don't know what that means. Yeah. (laughs) I just got here yesterday. I have 10 people under me who look at me at the end of the day every day and say, sir, ma'am, what do you need? What do you need from us? I have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what half of these conversations mean. I don't know what we're talking about. I just, I'm here taking notes, being like question mark about half of these things you guys said, and half of them are acronyms that I'm going to go Google later. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you're just you're trying to figure it out, and it, when it happens, you're, it's it's intimidating. It's scary, and it happened yeah. to me. It happened to me. I had a the first time when I got promoted to sergeant the first time back in 2017. <laughs> the first time, <laughs> I had a soldier. Um, I showed up, and they're like, "Hey, you're the new NCO here." I'm like, "Yep." They're like, "Your soldier is gonna give you a hard time." I just let you know now. You have to be stern and whatever the case might be. I'm like, nah, listen, I give all soldiers new chances. Like they're under, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, that is your perception. Slate. Yeah, they got a clean slate. That's your perception. The month of December was great. It was great. January, I started to see some, see some of the signs. February, I'm like, what did I get myself into? March and April come along. Next thing you know, I'm sitting in a freaking uh, Article 15 hearing, Ooh. And, and, and and I'm sitting there and I'm like, how did we? How did I get here? How, how did I get here? You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm just like lost and confused, and I'm like looking around. And I'm like, where is my sergeant first class? Like I've because you need
0: someone to point the finger
1: at like not even point the finger out. I just, I need direction at this point. Like I'm, I'm newly promoted Sergeant Wilcox. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with, I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, so <laughs> someone help me and she's nowhere to be found.
0: You know, I, I, I definitely, I so. definitely have to agree with you. There is a, a lack of confidence, um, in today's junior leaders, but there is also a lack of immediate mentorship. And, mm. um, there is, in the realm of leaders now in the senior realm, are not really focusing on prevailing that senior leadership role. They're from too much, I would say, very self-focused. 100%. So they're not really thinking about, hey, I need to start bringing up the juniors to be prepared to execute at my level or higher.
1: I need to prepare someone you know, to take to replace me. and, and No one does that anymore. And in the end it was more and
0: and i'll tell you myself um i I, i'm not one who operates in that realm i operate in the realm of making sure i can bring up individuals to take my job if anyone had to take that seat they know exactly what to do Mm -hmm. and a lot of it falls back to uh, my original mos and uh because you know i did multiple deployments within that mos part of that job was instilling that if i was the tc as a truck commander, I needed to make sure that my driver knew every key element of the mission we're about to go endure. Because if I go down and I'm killed, that crew is still effective because they all understand the mission yep. that was put out to us as a crew in that op board. I need to understand that they also understand the chain of command in that truck. They need to understand that, hey, the TC goes down. The next guy in charge is the gunner. He is the gunner. He is the senior guy who has the understanding of the mission, mm-hmm. and he is now in charge of that truck. He is now the TC. Hey, Sergeant goes is killed. He's dead, but we gotta still continue this mission. We, we gotta continue. And then if the gunner goes down, the dismount who's sitting in the back seat hops in that gun and he knows the full-on mission. He knows it because everyone in that crew understands the mission and what part they had to facilitate. And that relies on the senior leader, the truck commander. It is my job to ensure that every individual in my crew knows exactly that when we roll outside this wire, what we are about to do, what we're tasked and what we gotta do and how to get back. Literally, I have to make sure everyone understands it not only understands it but i used to make sure they can back brief me i would do a quick check on learning i'll be like hey driver boom hey johnson come over here hey all right what are we about to do what time are we leaving all right what time are we supposed to come back all right what time do we hit on target all right what time? like they literally better know that they gotta know that because i knew that if i go down i know that my team's gonna be taken care of you know and that 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 trickles down into the army. The army, the military, built that little facet, that fundamental behavior, is supposed to be spread out. It's supposed to be organic and throughout the whole echelon, but it's not.
1: But I think the reality, uh, the reality of of being in, put in a position, uh, of that next higher position, if something happened, is it's gone, and. I say that because, you know, you look across the Army, and this is not to sound facetious in a way of like, hey, I have a deployment of you don't, ha, ha, ha. Well, not you, but like to, other, to the others out there who don't, right? Um, but being deployed to a combat zone puts, a, it puts in your mind a different perspective and gives you the perspective and the reality that people can die tomorrow. Someone can die tomorrow. Uh, when I was deployed, we had a guy, and I, we went to the same church, I and his, his, I was familiar with his family, I wouldn't say we're like best friends, but I knew him, and we all, he knew my family, I knew his family, or whatever the case might be. His wife was having another, they, his, he had a baby on the way, um, uh, and there was a green on blue situation, and he was one of the ones we lost. He was the only soldier we lost, but then two other, two other con- contractors we lost. <laughs> and you know that was when the reality hit me of like oh crap like this is this is real you know what i mean yeah and but i i relate that to the fact that like what you were saying like you're in a you fear the truck commander if you go down your driver has to be able to say hey johnson you're up go ahead execute right and he's like too easy we're we're good to go right you know what i mean We'll we will we will will mourn and we'll figure that out, figure it out later, but we're good to go. We know we have to get over there and freaking do whatever we got to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of soldiers we don't they don't have that reality anymore, that perspe- that pers- uh, perspective anymore. It's just a hey when you get promoted and they're like, yeah, let me making making some more money. <laughs> yeah. When I get promoted, what do you mean? BAH, here I come. You know what I mean? Like leading soldiers, nah, they'll figure it out. I figured it out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they'll figure it out and that's it. And no one, so no one's mentoring anybody. There's very few soldiers who experience issues and problems because now leaders want to ask soldiers, Hey, what they got going on? What are you doing this weekend? How many soldiers on their, uh, how many leaders this Friday asked their soldiers, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? No, tell me what you're doing this weekend. I want to know what you're doing this weekend. And they and they they have that conversation. How many ask them that? Probably none. They probably said, hey, this week has been too stressful to for me to worry about you. Yeah. I it's Friday night. I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> don't text me, don't call me.
0: Yeah, I'll ask you, do you think that is uh that is dictated based off conflict? So like If the military is in a realm of conflict, do you think that dictates the change that that has in the leadership? Or if you were in a peacetime force, like which we're currently in, like a peacetime force, you know, but when soldiers know that they're actively, hey, there's a possibility you can deploy in the next six months, (gasps) like you're going to go downrange, you know, I mean... There, I, I feel like there's a difference. Well yes, yeah. when so it comes to that leadership.
1: Peacetime force a peacetime force scares me. I, I tell you right now, it scares I me I agree.
0: it scares me uh, too because always has.
1: Because if we have a peacetime force for too long <sighs> oh, who we, we used
0: to have a phrase in the Scouts called "complacency kills."
1: Oh 100 percent hundred percent. If you talk to talk to a supply, Talk to supply your uh your uh our supply, if you will. Oh yeah. And ask them, say, hey man, if if we had to deploy tomorrow, are you are you ready for that? No, no. No, I got I got this going on and you know, I, I gotta do no 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 no. I need you to understand the contract that you signed and what you said you were willing to do. Yeah. I stand ready to deploy engaged enemies of the United States, of America in close combat. That is what you what you signed and said you would do. I don't know if you know what that means. And that's for a lot of soldiers. I had a, a conversation with the, with the female soldier in, in my office who's, who's who's where she's going, where she's going, to a force comm unit. I said, <laughs> "You do, not, do you not understand at the end of the day, what we do is just another Ramos in the army.
0: I hey, uh, actually, it's funny you say that because I, I thought about that as the new motto, but I'll let you introduce it to your uh, commander. Oh, geez. No, just uh, stand ready okay no introduce it stand ready
1: <laughs> uh i what would she say though
0: no i don't know
1: she's got to see she doesn't like sweet like
0: but anyway <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe we'll get her to be a guest on here you know, just, <laughs> no hey you say that now i know mark me, my words you will be a guest on here
1: don't get me wrong i would i would i think it's i would think it's great because she's 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 hilarious um um but uh but now, like I was having this conversation with this with the soldier, and I said, "Hey, do you understand what the purpose of an army is? Do you understand what we're supposed to be doing? Yeah. All these other MOSs support combat arms. We are irrelevant. We go to World War Three tomorrow. <laughs> Listen, intel Intel sounds good for a while." Right, It sounds really sweet and juicy and we're like, yeah. oh, we got some stuff. Guess what? After a while, they're like, hey, yeah. man, I don't give two craps what you got in front of me. All I know is I got a bunch of troops over there across the enemy lines that want to kill me. How they going to do it? And what they're going to do is what I care about. What insider threat Joe Smo over there? Guess what? Yeah. He probably won't be here tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, and, and not to say they're going to take him out or anything, but like just the, that's just the reality of it. Like this, it's, it's a war is a scary thing. Yeah. And but. It's while it's scare while it's scary, and I'm not saying I'm completely ready for war tomorrow, right? I'm not yeah. saying that's the case, uh, but it's scary. But it's it's a thing that I'm aware of that could happen, because I joined the United States Army, and that's one of the main reasons we have to we protect the homeland. We do what we have to do, but a lot of soldiers are just like, nah, look the benefits I get college paid for you know I got inflation happens but guess what BH is really good right now where I'm at you know I got some BAS I got a job I can you know I get to PCS to Korea and I get to you know go drink soju and do all these things and life is good right now like it can't get it couldn't get any worse than this you know what I mean and you're like no Things can always get worse. <laughs> yeah, they can. They can always get better too, but before they get better, they always get worse. And That's it, it, true. my situation is a prime example of that. They got worse before they got better. It got worse before I got, when I got here uh, to San Antonio. And me and you having our first conversation. I was I, I mentally I was not there. I was I was uh I was like I was still in a. I was, angry, I, was still,
0: I was still the of yeah, the Yeah, right. Yeah. Yo, yeah, well, hey, what were your thoughts when you saw me?
1: Well, so I already knew uh, about you.
0: Oh, you already knew about oh, me? Oh, oh, okay, because
1: we, we know the same person. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right,
0: that's right, we do, we do. So know the same I already person.
1: knew what I was getting. I already part. I partly okay. knew what I was. What I was getting okay. to and who I was okay. meeting. And, and
0: I'm curious, what was uh, what was divulged to you about me?
1: Um, I was like, he was like, he's very who. Cool. I was like, he goes, he's, if, if I could just, desc- if we was like, if I could describe him in one word, he's that guy who's just like, he's like, he live and breathes the army, but he's like, <laughs> but he's like one of the coolest dudes you ever meet. He was like, he'll call you bro. And you'd be like, yo, like he'll dap you up. Like you guys are best friends. But like, when it's time to do army stuff, you're That's, like, when the, when the, the he does not play. Oh yeah. He's, he's like, in he, fucking- he's like, he does not play. When it's time to do army stuff. He's like, you're like, kind of like dude, we were just like homeless like two seconds ago.
0: Now, now you're telling all of a sudden, me
1: to breach this door. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking peel right. <laughs> I'm staying at parade rest. I'm getting rid of, uh, I've caught up on, on where we're going and hey, what we're doing. And you're just Sam, like, we were just, that, that's actually, uh, hey,
0: you know what? Hey, props to that individual who gave that intel. Cause that, that is actually a true description of me.
1: Well, it's it, it's funny. Cause that like, that is literally what he said. And I was like, I was like, well, so when he said it, I was like, in a good way or a bad way because like, <laughs> i know like who huh, huh, people in a bad way and i'm like mm, that's not no that's not me just gonna keep the standard yeah well that's what he was he was like no nah. he's like nah, man he goes he's like trust me when he sees you he probably it won't be like a hey sergeant how you doing it's gonna be like a hey man go ahead sit down what's up bro how you doing he's like you're gonna hear bro out of his mouth a lot and you're gonna be it's gonna confuse you initially he said that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, 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 uh, send, I'm like we we email. were texting, and he was. I really? was like, I was like, all right, all right, man. Uh, so, so yeah. When I arrived, mentally, I was not in the. I was not in the right headspace. That is him. I promise. <laughs>
0: hey, sorry guys. I'm one of our producers making a face right now. <laughs> uh,
1: so, so mentally, I was in the right headspace. I, I was, uh, I was still. I was like defeated. I was like, I don't know what to. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know the people here you know i know ci people or you know intel people and they're just they can be really cool or they could be like no man i I don't get it and i knew your story before you came
0: oh yeah i knew your story before you came um as a senior leader in ci you know um obviously you know i I reached out i i know buddies we got senior ncoics all kinds Mm -hmm. of chiefs warrants dude we know each other it's a small it's a small round and uh once i got wind of a little hey there's a little hiccup with an individual coming your way okay hey you know what it's not my first rodeo let me tell you i had multiple hiccups with soldiers yep and so people can and and this literally even with the current section that i'm leading now the day i took over everybody give me a full-on slate report of everybody. Yo, do-do-do. Hey, here's this. Here's this. Here's this. And I'm like, you know what? Hey, I don't run that way. Yep. Everybody's, hey, you know what? This is their opportunity. They got a clean slate. This is their opportunity. They got a clean slate. You know what? The Army already did their Jim. You know, in your case, I was like, hey, the Army already did that. I don't need <laughs> Hey, he did, he did his time. Yep. His time's done. But that, that should not be held against him whatsoever. You know, when he gets here, it's a clean slate. But how he acts, you know, because in my in my line of, in, in my expertise in my experience, it's what you do after you hit that chaos moment, that mm-hmm. chaotic moment. That that's what dictates an individual yep. of what they're made of, what their character is. Literally, you know, they're either going to shrivel up and just say, "Hey, fuck you," blah blah, I'm done, or they're going to be like. right fuck this i'm gonna get through this and here's how i'm gonna do it you know what i'm saying and so i knew that hey you know what all right wilcox is coming all right here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna meet him i'm gonna see what he's about i'm gonna put him in charge of some stuff i'm gonna figure out where we can utilize him i'm gonna see i'm gonna i'm gonna see what he what his character and what his actions and behaviors are willing to endure Because of everything he's already faced. Now, he can either check the fuck out and say, no, fuck this. Boom. Appointment. 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 It's hard to get appointments here, but yeah. Appointment. (laughs) Like, literally. I'm just saying. He can literally do. He can pull all that. Mm -hmm. Or he can be present. Yeah. Literally. Because there's power and presence. And that is one of the best biggest evaluation blocks for any nco i rate is presence i will literally that is the biggest one i will go ham on that block yeah literally i'll be like you were here three quarters of the time you were here one quarter of time Mm -hmm. you know you have executed like i will literally i will go about and say hey your soldiers are lacking the leadership and mentorship because you are not present yeah, it's, and I will pull people aside and I'll tell them that yeah so I'll say hey I need you to be present yeah because
1: of all the other ones intellect leads develops you know what you the biggest out. one is presence because mm-hmm. you can't it's like it's almost like a leader uh, like being a leader I, one thing the that just the army irritates me is the fact that like you know if you're enlisted uh, especially officers but if you're enlisted you know at one point you're going to become an NCO if you stay anywhere long enough you'll get promoted oh you're going to and but not everybody's a leader you know what i mean and but the army really likes to promote this fact that like if you're an NCO you're a leader and it's like we can't Can just give throw them that around sense you know, so like we can't just throw that around like like, oh you're a leader, you're a leader. Like mm, they're in a leadership role. <laughs> you know. No. I mean? Um That's exactly it. Uh but you know exactly to it. to call them a leader is 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 kind of a stretch. Um but uh but yeah, like I just being uh mentorship. I, I let me let me talk about mentorship first. Ooh. My mentor, um he was, so I have two mentors. Um, they're both officers now. Um, but at one point they were senior NCOs and my first mentor, my first and true mentor, uh, I won't divulge who he is. Um, but I met him when we were deployed in Afghanistan he was my boss and he was a hard ass Ooh. and, but in a good way, if that makes sense, like yeah. he, he didn't accept, <laughs> media mediocrity was like a was like yo like i can go pick up joe small off the street and he could do what you just did right there yeah right i can teach him to do what you just did right there like yeah. that's the level of crap that you're producing you're giving to me right now he goes but you're you're a trained professional yeah. and so like i expect you to do things not at my level because my level comes with experience but damn near at my level Close to it, right? Because you're getting experience, but you know, you understand and know what you're doing. So perform mm-hmm. and execute. Um, but at the time, I didn't know he was my mentor, right? He was come, becoming my mentor. But uh, he put me through the ringer on a lot of different things and a lot of different times. And shit. I, going through it, you're just kind of like, oh my gosh, this kind of sucks. But like, you know, and, but like in, in a way, like it was, it was kind of like a, it was like a, uncle to nephew type of relationship. Yeah. Um, I call him unk. So me and my, me and my buddy, we call him unk. And so, you, you know, out of office, you know, out of office. He is, yeah. st- he's still an officer, a commissioned officer in the United States Army. Yeah. Uh, he's a major now, so like, you know, like obviously, sir, yes, sir, no, sir. Like, if he calls me right now, I would be like, hey, yes, sir. But he, if I call him, Unc, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be like, no, it's sir. He, he would be just fine. But, okay. uh but uh, no, nah, anyway. He's, um, he, he has, he's like standards. I expect standards, and you're going to execute at standard. Okay, like, it's not a. This is not a. You're not showing up here in half-ass and being here. Like, you're here, execute, right? Yeah, Um, exactly. So, like, he was a great dude. But, like, when we came back from Afghanistan and I was put back into the brigade, big S one, doing what I was doing, I started looking around and I started to notice. I was like, like, y'all are, this is not, like, standard. You guys are just kind of half-assing this thing. Yeah. Like, you we got a job to do let's do it let's not pretend like let's just half-ass like ah no we got a job to do let's do it you know what i mean and i got that i didn't realize it until i was getting ready to leave that i got that from him because i would talk to him after the fact and i'd be like hey um i was like uh i I guess like i don't understand why they're just doing all this blase blase and he was like he was like because you now you're aware of what the standard looks like. You know what right looks like, yeah. And so now you won't accept anything else, anything less than right. And I was like, well, gosh dang, sir, you're right. So like, for that point <laughs> on, he's like, he's my mentor. I can call, like I said, I can call him, I can email him, um, and I'll be like, hey, sir, uh, this is what I got going on, blase blase. And you know, he listens to my. I told him I because I didn't when I got in trouble. I didn't tell him. It was like really? I didn't tell him because. I like
0: so you you will tell your wife but you won't tell your mentor
1: I told my wife I told my dad right yeah. but like he, he's
0: <clears throat> so hey, I, you the- know what though and, and I'm not I'm not harping against it because I, I have preached about this before in, in my streams and uh, in previous podcasts um, but I have preached the empowerment of mentorship guys you have no idea like seriously when you have an experience that stern mentor who has had such an impact in your life it can get to the point where literally it that literally it's the sense where in your in your situation you will tell shit to your wife that you wouldn't even tell to your mentor because of that relationship with your mentor
1: i let him down it is it is a different connection yeah it is a different connection and that like that was the biggest thing i let him down And he didn't know what was going on with me. So my buddy, who, again, me and him, who who call him Unk, who referred to him as Unk, he calls me while I'm in the middle of, like, one day I'm mowing the lawn on my 45 days extra duty. He's like, hey, man, me and Unk haven't heard from me. What's going on, man? I'm like, bro, listen, man, I just, uh, I got demoted and I, uh, you know, I did Delta eight and I got got caught. And he was like, he's like, oh man, sorry to hear that man. And he's like, but you still, should still call Unc. And I was like, and let him know. I was like, I can't do that right now. I was like, mentally I'm not there right now. Oh, I was shit. like, I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to feel the defeat. Like I already feel defeated. But telling him that I, I, I failed and which all I feel like I did when I talked to him is a f- pure failure. Like it feeling like a, just like a straight failure. Right. Yeah. I was like, I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to face that. And so I, I didn't, you know, the first time I had a conversation, I told him about it. When? May. When I was on leave. Are you serious? May? Yeah. Where's he at now? <laughs> uh, bliss he said bliss that's a dream mm-hmm. yeah he's 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 almost to retirement but dude I think he's no, but I think he's, honest, he's trying I, to get you know it. it's it's crazy you
0: you you may expect a a surprise reaction to me in that but you're not gonna get that because I ha- I myself have had that same mentorship to the point where there's a certain connection that no one will ever understand not even your spouse wife girlfriend no one will understand there is that military mentorship connection that not even the civilians would understand. That just locks you in, and this is this is your guide. This is this is your Gandalf mm-hmm. to the future. This is yeah. your Gandalf to Mordor. <laughs> yeah, right here is this mentor. <laughs> yeah, and it's sad to say, but in April, mine killed himself.
1: Dang, I'm sorry to hear that, man.
0: And uh, I, I mean, I, I did a previous stream on this, but uh, it, it, was, it was a rough three weeks. I'll, I'll tell you straight up. It was a rough three weeks because, you know, the impact a mentor in, in that level has on you is one of those that in, in my line of work at the time was like, dude, this is the guy we went to when we had problems. Like, this is the guy you went to when you thought about killing yourself. You know, this is the guy. This is the guy you leaned on that you knew when you're in a combat situation, this is the guy you knew that what he tells you, he knows what to do. Yep. But then when that guy goes down, all of us are like I wasn't better than him.
1: (laughs) What do we do
0: now? What do we do now? You
1: know, and uh so like, I wasn't like, and that was one of the things, um, you know, with, uh, cause I, cause I, so I, <laughs> I've, I've thought about that. Right. Like, you know, like mentors and, and then if something, if like, if my mentor failed, like, and don't yeah. get me wrong, I'm, he's, he is not perfect. Right. I understand that. Um, but if 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 he failed, or in in but in your case, unfortunately, you know he just he took uh, he I think he took his life, right? Is yeah, what, yeah. He t- unfortunately, took his life, right? Yeah. Do um, you sit there and you, your mind starts to go places where it's like, I'm I was not anywhere on his level. Yeah, he was like he was he was the standard uh, for my mentor. He is the standard. Like I can't like I can never imagine. Being on his level, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's it's unfathomable for me. It's like a it's a thing where I'm just like, I can try, <laughs> but like he's he's good at what he does, and he's and you know he's there, he's where he is for a reason. Um, so, but I mean, I'm sorry for your loss, man. That is that is the, uh, the un this one thing that I just I've never been able to. I want to say figure it out, but like kind of um, wrap my mind around it. You know, I had a soldier uh, when I was in Pachuca. So I was stationed there before I became, before I switched over. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, he, he was a really just chill, calm, relaxed dude. But the soldier that's already checked out though, you know what yeah. I mean? The like one similar, which he's already checked. Out. He ain't in trouble but he's already checked out he, mentally. He's not, he's not here. And, um, cause he's ready to get out and that's fine. I get it. But he showed up and he's like, I got, I'm, I'm getting out. I'm like, all right, when he's like, oh, I got two years. I'm like, bro, that's two years. You got two years left. I need, I need at least a year and a half from you before you can say, Hey, you're ETSing. Yeah. Um, fast forward, uh, I leave and I go off. And he there were some things that he did that were very comical from a leadership perspective and you're just like, dude, what are you doing right now? So the first phone call I get, I was like from my old boss, and he said, Hey man, you wouldn't believe guess who re-enlisted? I was like, What are you talking about? I was like, who who? He's like, guess. I was like, No, there's no way. I was like, him you're he's like, like no way. he's like, Yeah, he re enlisted. I was like, He's been talking about getting out of the army since he's been there. <laughs> I was like what are you talking I was like I tried to talk to him talk to him into in, staying in he was like no you're not going to do it it's impossible this guy I get the phone call and he's like yeah he re-enlisted. and I was like and I'm laughing I'm like there's no way I was like why what happened well he's married now and he's got a kid on the way I was like oh that changes everything I was like I get that then three months later I get another phone call and he's like hey man just want to let you know uh he's no longer with us. I was like what are you, what are you talking about? What happened? I was like uh or he was telling me he's like yeah, he um he took his own life. Uh and uh you know, his they're having his funeral and everything and I was like and I couldn't believe what I was hearing, right? Yeah. Cuz like A dude that, you know, again, I've, I I laughed at the things that he did and I, and I laughed at him at times, like, and not in a negative way. I don't want to come off as like, I was laughing at him all the time. He was just, as he was, as his life was just a pure joke. But, uh, as a leader, I, I, there were some things he just, just were just comical to me. You know what I mean? I'm just like, what are you doing right now? And. I wanted the best for him I did I really did I was like you know like he he's a good kid he means well he he has his mind made up and he wants to do th- something else yeah. within his life and and then this thing that happened he got hes he's got you a new a refill. no that? I'm good I'm good thank okay. you he's got a you know he's got a wife now and he's got a baby on the way and I think that's just kind of what Gabe got to him and, then, and now he's gone and I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe my eyes. I couldn't believe my ears. I just, I was like, one moment here and the next you're gone. And you're like, oh, how? What? Why? What? Could I? Could I have done something different? Could have? Because there were conversations that we had. Excuse me. That were bad. One of them, like two of them, were bad conversations. Because like he was getting in trouble, and I was like, well, if I would have changed my tune, my tone, and change how I addressed him and talked to him would that would have changed his his perception of the military in a whole could that conversation change his his what he how what he believed the army to be yeah. and then that would have led to when he reenlisted, it was just it was it was he was comfortable with that decision I never Jeez. it never dawned on me that he would get married or get a chick pregnant and get married it never it, the the thought never came to me because he was not to say he wasn't talking about those things, you know, in, in, in conversation and he was out there or whatever, but like it never crossed my mind that that would be a reality that would happen. It's, it's rough,
0: rough. It, dude, it, 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 it it's tough. It's a tough topic because the fact that it's so, it's so real. Yeah, And is so existent that, and knowing that though, one thing that it's like in the military, we're taught that, hey, we do, we do an AR for everything, <laughs> you know? No, no. I mean, you laugh, you, yeah, you laugh, no, because, I laugh I, because I bring this, this, this up so all true. the time, <laughs> but no, we, we, we do, we do an AR for literally everything. And those of you don't know what an AR is, it's <laughs> a after action review. Literally everything we do in the military. It could be a freaking meeting or it could be a whole unit training <laughs> field exercise. We would do what's called an after action review. And in that after action review, we identify two things. Sustains and improves. And in the realm of veteran or active duty. And here's the one thing that people don't realize. There is veteran suicide and there is active duty suicide. And that is one thing I feel like people do not care to acknowledge, the existence of the active duty suicide. And when I say that, I say that even in the realm of reserves and National Guard, people who are serving, but yet suicide is their answer, which to me, that is never the answer. But I only say this because it has affected me on three levels you know and when i say three levels it means that individuals who i legit freaking ate mres with literally shared swapped mre candies with you know are no longer here because of a solution for their problem was suicide and it, it harps me it sticks to me and one being a mentor my platoon star. the one who brought me into the NCO core brought me to be a corporal and then succeeded on higher. brought me everything I am now as an NCO is because of him everything I quote the doer does with the checker checks all these quotes dude are literally because of a mentor who brought me in this core who, a mentor, who literally went up first star and star major, but literally would, if you asked him, he would even say, he would say this, the best time in his whole career was when he was a platoon sergeant. Literally, he was one of those leaders. The best time in his career was when he was a platoon sergeant, going out with his platoon, deploying with his platoon, going to the field with his platoon, NTC with his platoon, Train with his platoon and then coming back from combat with his platoon. That was the best time of his career. And it hits me, dude, it really does. It hits me the fact that like it's like, dude, no one it, it's like, come on, we do ARs for everything. When are we going to do an AR for this? But let's bring individuals who are actually experienced in this. Yeah. You know, bring leaders who are experienced in this, bring leaders who've gone through resilience, a series of resilience like you, yourself, bring them, bring, bring them in, get some input, get some input, you know, and, you know every echelon, every comm level, force ends comm whatever trade-off, bring a senior leader in that. And let's, Hey, what, what are you guys, what are your toughest points? What are your easiest points? Let me hear those. You know, what are you observing with your soldiers? What are the toughest things they're going through? And um, what are the easiest things they're going through?
1: Let me hear those. And let's come up with a plan. I would say that the, the soldiers, it's kind of like uh, the conversation you had with a soldier in your office about what he wants to do uh, within the next year. Right. And oh, yeah. and I told him, uh, I said, hey, you have to know your why. You have to know and understand your why. That's right. Right. Um, <clears throat> and so, f- for your this whole thing, you know, finding comfort in your chaos, I know my why. That's right. I know my why, and I tell—I I kid you not—I, I tell everybody this. The only reason I wake up, the reason I wake up every morning, the reason I put my uniform on, the reason I tie my boots on the way they should be, and I walk into my office and do what I have to do is because I have two girls at the house who trust and believe in me that I am going to do that every single day and those two girls are my daughters now my wife expects that of me because I'm the man of my house and that's a whole other conversation but those two girls they don't they 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 just think that money just appears and and we just get to live in our house and get to do things because that's just what we do and that's just the way things go they don't have an understanding of a complete understanding of life especially my young one She's nine months old. She sees me. She's like, I don't know the last time I saw you, but it's, we're laughing again and things are great. But I tell people, I was like, I know my why. I, my why is them. That's right. My why is them. So I know my why. And I cannot determine or dictate what someone else's why is. I cannot say like, hey, just because you have a family like I do doesn't mean that's your why and you should you know, live and breathe by that. My why was tested last year. Oh my goodness, was it was a tested. <laughs> I I would be sitting there and I'd be like, why am I even why why you even be in the army? Why even do this? And the first thing that would come to my mind I can imagine. First thing come to my mind is, you know, my daughter and my own my my unborn daughter just being like, Data. And I'm like, okay, alright. All right. You freaking pansy and you freaking freaking beta freaking man. <laughs> you, you, okay, right. If you want to yeah. be a beta, go sit in the corner and go figure it out. You know what I mean? That's right. Uh, but I was like, okay, 45 days extra duty, fine. You want me to mow the lawn? You want me to edge the lawn? Uh, you want me to weed eat? You want me to do all these things? <laughs> I'm the best landscaper you ever had. Dude, that's right. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? That's like, right. You, you want me to, you want me to Take out the weeds out of this out of the the gravel. That's right. All right, hundred percent. I got you. That's right. It was pissing, raining in North Carolina, and on a Saturday. No one told me to bring my wet weather top. No one told me to bring my wet weather bottoms. I would check the weather. I knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah. I'm on a riding lawnmower, and it's pissing, raining outside. This dude drives by me in his car and he's like, I have AirPods on. I have my wet weather hoodie on. I have my freaking <laughs> pants on. You're I'm on this riding it. lawnmower mowing the lawn in the pouring rain. And this dude's like, hey, hey, you, you good? I'm like, and I look, acknowledge him. I'm like, and I keep going. <laughs> I finished the lawn soaking wet, walk into the freaking brigade staff duty. And I look at the dude and I say, Hey man, it's, it doesn't look like it's coming up, slowing up anytime soon. And he was like, what have you been doing this? Entire time?" I was like, I was mowing the lawn in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, why? I was told to mow the lawn. He goes, no, <laughs> you should have stopped. I was like, I finished the part that I needed to. I'm going to go do this. He's like, no, go away. I I will sign you out at 8. Instead, you signed out at 8 o'clock tonight. It was like 2 o'clock. Go away. I was soaking wet. Soaking wet. But the only reason I was out there, because I knew two girls back home who didn't know that dad got in trouble, who expected me to be home, uh, who only knew, like, dad's not home all day for whatever reason, but expected, you know, food to be Damn. on the table, and c- clothes to be on their back, and they have a comfortable bed at night. Only knew that dad goes to work and that's it. That's my why. That's why I, oh my goodness, that is my why. And that why is not changing for a while. There you go. For a long time. There you go. For at least 18 years. There you go. You know what I mean? Like that why is not changing for a while. But like, so even, see, even why this this big reason why I do mediocre dads, um, I love being a dad. My favorite job is to be a dad. I'm not like by any means good or great at it. I mean, like, I mean, I'll say I'm good at it, but like, I'm not great at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure we have all we have all experienced or know that one dad. You're like, man, that that dude. <sighs> I don't know how he does it, <laughs> but he, you know, what I'm saying like our uh, off of yeah. uh, um, Fresh Prince, um, Uncle Phil. Oh, dude! Right. He had an answer for everything That's a That's a father figure right there He has an answer for everything And you're just like Yeah he did How? You What? You know what I mean? Hey there's like,
0: the reason why J. Cole Always cites it, Uncle Phil it, it,
1: Right You know what I mean? And I just And I and, and Growing up I didn't I didn't understand the references I was like oh, He's just Uncle Phil Whatever he is right? No um, a
0: father right there
1: But then When I became a dad I was like Yeah this is what I was meant to do I was meant to be a dad Yeah and like i said i'm not great at it yet i hope to get be great at it one day but um i love being a dad and this is why because like i said this is why i do media over debts i love being a dad and it's awesome man you know being able to be with my girls every day and them smiling at me and my yeah i might get upset then i go home i or when it's bedtime I'm sitting there thinking, i'm like why did i get something upset over something so trivial who cares who cares? Oh, they knocked over some. They knocked over a glass of milk on the floor, and they spilled it. Oh, whoop-de-do! <laughs> if if my wife knocked over a glass of milk, am I gonna if I'm gonna am I gonna react like I did to my daughters? No. Yeah. So who cares? So why they made a mistake? They're human beings. They're that, young human beings. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? It's milk. Oh my goodness! So let me clean it up. Let me help you clean it up, or let me show you how to clean it up. Exactly.
0: Now, would you say? Um, there's an influence as far as your fatherhood approach to your daughters with an influence of you being a leader in the military? Would you say there is a a, a difference as opposed to if you weren't in the military? Yes. Okay.
1: Um, Standards. Okay. Because I understand what standards are and what it means to meet the standards or just are meet barely or below the standards meet the standards and um oh my gosh where's hard right now uh go above the standard you know what mm-hmm. I mean and so do you have like an example uh oh geez let me see uh respect so okay. one of the biggest things is respect in my household and it's not to say that like my kids are disrespectful to me or anything or mm-hmm. or whatever but um before I get into that, I have this thing. I think, I believe, treat people like people, right? Meaning, we're all people at the end of the day. Yeah, we might wear a uniform, and your rank on your chest might be greater than mine, 100%. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you're still a person. Yeah, You still have things going on in your life that, that affect you and impact you differently than anybody else would, right? Mm-hmm. And so, why would I treat someone like a soldier like dog water and forget that they're a person Yeah, exactly. and not they're just they're not they're not someone who I just I say do and they I say jump and they say hi hi no they're a, they're a person so why would I not want to be treated like a person especially when I would remember being the person in their shoes not being treated like a person exactly so for me in my house um, one of my biggest things is with my daughter is I was like I was like hey like you know, you can be upset or like you're, you're human. You can be upset. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, you know, be frustrated and be mad, but like you can, you need to respect, be respectful. Mm -hmm. And I know that's hard. She doesn't fully understand and grasp that. Right. But Mm -hmm. like it's easy to, it's easy to say like, Oh, F you, I'm freaking pissed. Get away from me. Right. Versus, Hey, I'm upset right now. That, that really upset me, um, because of a, B and C. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm like, because that approach is like, okay, you understand that I'm still your dad. I'm not your friend. I'm still your dad. Mm -hmm. So there's a level of respect that comes with it. Because you need, if you express to me you're upset, then I now understand like, oh, okay, hold on. I need to address my approach because you're upset about it. Right. So that goes back to me, like I said, standards, setting a standard of like, hey, we will be respectful.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: She's the oldest in her class right now. So I said, hey, you set the standard. Right. You, they, those little kids, those three and four year olds are going to want to, are going to do what you do. They're going to follow you. And she, again, she doesn't, she doesn't fully grasp it. Right. But I'm trying to put these nuggets in her ear. So when she gets older, she understands, um, they're going to follow you. They are looking to see what you are doing. The oldest kid in the classroom. If the oldest kid, oldest kid in the classroom throws temper tantrums and throws a fit when they don't get yep. their way, guess what? The rest of the kids are going to do. They're going to do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> guess what? My daughter doesn't do. That's cool. She don't throw fits. Ooh. She doesn't. She doesn't. You know, throw a temper tantrum or whatever. She Ooh. might get. She might get a little upset and throw. <laughs> you know, start huffing and puffing type yeah. thing. But at the end, she'll she'll be like. She'd be like, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Right. Because they're the authority and they say what they say goes. And I may not like the answer, but that's the final answer. Ooh. And so like, that's like, that's, that's one of the biggest things for me in my house is respect. Yeah. Um. Because I mean, I respect my parents. I, I still do respect my parents, but. um. I don't know why respect always stood out to me. I, Cause I, I, maybe it's because I, for, for some time a lot of times people always like to slide a hand disrespect me and I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that. So I don't take it anymore. (laughs) I don't take, I don't take it anymore. There are a lot of people in our current unit that they will, they will walk in, think they can say whatever they want, get away with it. Yeah. And my face and what, how I respond will tell you like, hold on, yeah no and sometimes that's what they need 100% I'm like no we're not 100% we're not gonna do that Uh, every now and
0: then an individual especially in the military needs uh, that spot check you know they just they need that spot check to realize hey you know um, this is probably the way you've been doing things or it's a uh, excuse me it's a standard that has been allowed but guess what it's not the standard that is existent here. And therefore you will follow the standard. Mm-hmm. And some individuals don't like that.
1: No, no. Some oh, individuals don't, like, don't that. like being told that
0: they are. No, they do not. like yeah.
1: To include kids, to include oh, kids. yeah, Well, you yeah. Know, kids, children, the same way. Children it's my way or the way. highway with them. And they're like, you know, like, <laughs> no, I'm
0: sorry, <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, and I'm pretty sure you've heard me say this too, but, uh, I always, I always tell individuals, especially my junior leaders, always say, hey, guys, whenever you go up into the leadership core, understand that you got to be the leader they need, not the leader they want. Yes. Because there's a difference. There is a difference. And that goes reflected all the way to the commander in chief, the president Mm -hmm. of the United States. You don't be the president they want. You be the president they need. You know, you be the general they want. You be the general they need. Mm-hmm. You know, you be the colonel they want, or you can be the colonel they need. Yep. You know, and it trickles down. It literally will trickle down, you know. And uh, I literally stand still to that, and I will forever stand still to that. And I've always maintained my leadership style is based on that. And that's why I will tell individuals, you know, especially when I came into this new section that I was in. Let me tell you, the first two days i was in it let me tell you (laughs) it was chaos when you have five staff sergeants in that same section and they're looking and like saying what we got so many senior staff sergeants who can take that role but you're, you're gonna bring someone from the outside mos and bring them in this role like what what like that's not no and the reason why is because there's a difference when you put a leader in that role that you need or a leader in that role that you guys want. Yeah, There's a difference. And somebody higher said, hey, this is the leader you guys need. And I said, hey, I'll take that job and I will execute profoundly and to standard. Mm-hmm. Literally. And, and, and until this day, man, literally it's been a night and day turnaround. With that whole session, oh well. Uh, I mean, it, it has been a night and day turnaround. <laughs>
1: you man. guys are now superior. to
0: I'm, I'm just saying, the like other they nation, are. So. We're, we're. I'm just saying, like there is not a single individual in that team right now that I know I would not trust with a certain duty or responsibility. Not a single one. Before, hey, it's going to take some work. But now I know no matter what the duty is, no matter what it is, they can lead a freaking brigade formation. I will take a certain individual and I'll put them in front of it and they're going to execute accordingly and to standard.
1: That is one thing that I will say, uh, not to get too much to work, but like, but the difference between the sections is the willingness to, to, to lead because they've been put in, they've been trusted to be put in those positions to say, Hey, if I go down, you're up. And yeah. They're like too easy. I got you. That's and exactly it. And they're like, hey, I hope you don't go down, but tell me when. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. No, exactly it.
1: Exactly it. <laughs> I'm not hoping you go down, but when you do, I just let you know I'm ready to fill those shoes and I'm gonna rock them. That's you exactly I mean? it. Dude. And so, oh man, that is it's it's like those sections are different now. They <laughs> they, they definitely the. They've flip flopped. So, yeah, they did. They did. Uh, they did. But. but, but, uh, but no, hey, I definitely appreciate you, uh, you bringing me on. Um, it's, you know, I get, I get nervous. I don't know, I don't know if you do, but uh, before we're not live, if you will, but like podcasts, I get nervous a little bit because I'm like, nah, dude, you did well. What if? What if I don't know what to say? What if I? You know, dude. What if I go on too many tangents, and then and then I get into it, and I'm like, man, I'm freaking good. <laughs>
0: no, I got you. I got you. I got you. But let me ask you one thing before before we wrap up. Let me ask you something. You know, obviously we we tailored around the resiliency chain. We tailored around your duty responsibilities as an individual. Your duty responsibilities as a father. You know, but uh, one thing I am always asked. One thing I am always asked as a, as a leader in the military, and I like to always always dovetail this into other individuals because the military is made up of multiple leaders, hmm. you know, from different upbringings, different ethnicities, different, different beliefs in everything, et cetera. But one thing they always ask me is uh, when it comes to politics, hmm. yeah, when it comes to politics, <laughs> No, and and, and they do. And they they do. I I get asked this a lot. I get asked this a lot. Now, obviously, you know, I explain, all right, you know, hey, understand we have a chain of command. Yep. You know, we do. In the military, we took an oath. Mm -hmm. We took an oath. And part of that oath is to obey the orders of the commander in chief. Yep. No matter who it is. Yep you know now granted though we're still human beings yep you're still father you know and that's not going to change and plus <laughs> that oath also also has an expiration date
1: yes it does. <laughs> that's one <what> thing people <laughs> also know
0: the oath also has an expiration date it's on paperwork <laughs> yes <laughs> that you guys don't know about but there's paperwork that literally says when that oath expires mm-hmm. you know um but a lot of people do ask me, you know, and I like to, uh, and when I bring, or when I engage with other individuals, especially military leaders too, I like to ask them, Hey, in the realm of politics, you know, what is, what is one, how do you, how do you conduct yourself based off the current climate that orders come down that you have to follow? Mm-hmm. And then two, how do you conduct yourself in the future when it comes to choosing your next commander-in-chief?
1: Oh, that's a load. Those are loaded questions. I promise uh, you
0: we'll wrap up after this guys. We'll wrap up. Oh after no. This. Yeah, that's, that's but. fine.
1: Um, so I, uh, so the vaccine mandates came out yes, and they did it was September. I think it was September of 21. I think it was September 21 and they said, Hey, by you have everyone in the military has until December 15th yep, to be, um, vaccinate, completely vaccinated. So that's like, you know, the two or the one, if you take Johnson and Johnson, whatever, um, to get vaccinated. Right. So it's the memo, the Moderna and yeah, the Johnson and Johnson, just so only two authorized. The memo came out in August, Right. It was signed like end of August. But the official order came out at the end of September. Yep. Now the vaccine was available January, February of two thousand twenty one. It was and you were welcome to get it if you wanted to.
0: It was a volunteer basis. Yep.
1: And I didn't do it. I wasn't gonna do it. Uh I was ready to uh to uh either give a um, a religion's exemption, or you know, take my talents elsewhere. Okay. <laughs> and uh, my dad was really big uh, proponent. Of, he was like, "Hey, man, if if you got to get out tomorrow, I got you." Um, he goes, "Whatever you need, I got you. You you and your wife and the kids need a place to stay. I got you." And so I was like, "All right, you know, I'm gonna I gotta figure it out. I gotta I gotta think about this. You know what I mean?" And uh, so we there was a formation out, and they were like, "Hey, brigade commander." Oh my goodness, this guy, he goes, you know, we're in a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And, you know, he goes, I'm going to be open, oh, open kimono with you guys right now. You know, you've technically, you've already technically disobeyed a direct order by not getting vaccinated in August. He goes, so you have a decision to make. You can either get vaccinated, which I highly encourage you do, or not get vaccinated and disobey a direct order and that's when the gomar will be started and then from that gomar the separation will be started oh wow All Right. so then oh, then they wow. explain the process right so you your commander will your commander will tell you so i'll, I'll for the
0: record we never had any brigade commander come out and do that in oh. any of my units
1: oh yeah no this is this is this
0: was your unit this specific
1: is, in brag having this conversation okay standing in formation pregnant female standing near me um, getting ready to pass out. It was, we're all standing at Prairie Rest in the, the burning sun in Fort Bragg and uh, Fort Liberty now, but whatever. I'm not, I refuse to call it that. But, uh, you know, he's having this conversation and he's like, he goes like, yeah. He goes, so your commander will have a conversation, your company commander will have a conversation with you. He will ask you if you want to get, if you're going to go get it. You have a choice to say yes or no. If you say no, he'll let you know and notify you of being a direct order. He'll then send you to medical. Medical will then explain to you that this is a safe. This is safe to take. And everything, nothing's going to happen. Blase, blase. And then they'll ask you at the end. And this is going to be an officer, obviously, because they're a doctor. They're an officer. They'll be like, if you say no, that's your second time disobeying a direct order. Then they'll send you to your battalion slash brigade. And they'll have that final conversation with you. And they'll say, hey, you've been through all this. You've, We've already te- we've already technically started to GOMAR on you. But it can all go away if you go get vaccinated. Will you do it? You say no, that's three times you it, disobeyed a direct order. That GOMAR will get signed, you'll get separated, and you probably won't get an honorable discharge. You'll get another other than for dis- disobeying a direct order three times. So I sat there as he's saying this. And it was, there's four of us. In my, uh, in my company, we were the last ones in the company to get our to get the vaccine. Yeah, the last four. <clears throat> we sat there, and uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm you know listening to this, and I'm getting angry. I'm getting angry. I'm legitimately angry. I'm like, hold on. You want me to go get this 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 vaccine? You said is this is it's, it's going to work, and you're saying. What the what thing what the news says that we are in a we are in a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Hold on, just a second. We were all unvaccinated a year ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm confused, we, right? We, we won wars you, unvaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm confused. Like, are we? Is this one team, one fight until you until up until I disagree with you? So I say all I'd say because you could probably assume where I'm going with this. Right. No, yeah, I understand um, I am I find it very difficult at times To be um, An unbiased Leader if you will mm-hmm. Right We all know who our commander in chief is And you That's know right. He can send me to Ukraine tomorrow That's and guess right. what I would do Pack my rucksack and go to Ukraine tomorrow exactly. <laughs> You know what I mean <laughs> I may not agree with it uh, I may not agree with, you know. We've all been given orders before where we, we don't agree with it, but guess what? That's not. My, they don't pay me enough to, to, to agree or disagree.
0: Not, not to reason why, but to do or die yeah, is the same.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 that's the crazy thing. Even if, even if, um, if it was Trump who was president, still, and he said, "Hey, we're going to. I'm sending my boys, my men and women to Ukraine tomorrow." Okay, we're going to Ukraine. It yeah. could be. JFK, it could be FDR, it could be George Washington, mm-hmm. right? You, past presidents, if you guys didn't know, hope you know your history. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it could be either one of them, and I could be like, they would be like, hey, you're going to go stand in that trench. That's World War One, But you're going to go stand in that trench, and you're going to go fight the enemy mm-hmm. um, until they're dead. And then you're going to go take the next trench and the next one and the next one. And you're going to do that for two years. Mm. And then you can come back home if you make it back from trench warfare. By the way, trench warfare, trench foot is a thing. Good luck with that. Um, we can only give you boots that you know are semi-good. Also, um, mustard gas is a thing now. You know Our gas masks are a thing. They, they, they work until they don't. So, you know, like going through all these things. But guess what? I would do it because I was told to. I was given a direct order. Commander Chief said, "We're going to do it. We're going to do it, right?" So that's and that's just the that's just the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so like again, I may disagree internally in my own beliefs in my own morals, but like at the same time, I'm thinking from a perspective of just one individual. Yeah. I'm not thinking from a perspective of a president who has all who has a lot more information than I do on what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, that's one thing that I give credit to. To presidents is think about all the information they're privy to that they're like oh my gosh from the outside looking in me telling you i'm sending troops to syria you're like how dare you who do you think you are we're not the military we're not the world police why are we sending troops over there why are we sending why are we sending people over there so they can die and you're like if you just sat in the briefing that i just sat in if you just heard the things that i heard yeah If you were privy to the things that have been going on to what I have, you would say, you wouldn't be asking, how many are we sending? You say, when, why weren't we there sooner? Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, don't only send the active duty. don't send the army, send the Marines too. And if you can, if you can, send send SEAL Team Six in yeah. in front, and then have the Marines come in and mow some people down, and then tell the Army, you got what's for us. You got the what. You got the scraps. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, in in some cases, that's the that's the reality of the situation. In others, yeah. it's personal gain. Whatever. I don't know, right? I'm not in those meeting rooms, so I can't say for sure, right? But again, I may disagree with, but I know what I, I understand the contract that I signed. I understand. Yeah oath that I made to say hey this is what I'm going to do so I'm going to do it regardless of what you're my political the political views of the current president you know what I mean uh you've been in for how long
0: 12 years 12. coming august 11th
1: oh dang all right nice so you've been in for 12 years and since you've been in what three roughly three pre- different presidents four maybe uh, depending on yeah, the year you yeah. joined
0: three three different presidents
1: three different presidents right all of um you know, not all different political views obviously Biden was president uh vice president for president obama but uh mostly different tactics and techniques if you want of yeah. of how of handling certain situations right oh yeah and so what guess what uh in 2024 whenever if we get a different president from president joe biden they're going to have different views on what they want to do. RF, That's right. For example, RFK might have a, have an idea or have an ideology in which he believes this says, hey, this is the best way we approach this. Uh, Vivek might have a different idea of how we approach this. Um, Who's well, another one? Uh, DeSantis, might DeSantis. Have a, DeSantis might have a different way of how we approach this. Trump definitely has a different way of how we're going to approach this. Yeah. I'm with it. 24 hours. Hey, if he can do it, and he said 24 hours, if he can, if he can stop that over in 24 hours, listen, I will, uh, my hat's off to you, sir. So
0: let me ask you as a, as a, as a senior leader in the military, do you think, um, in, in regards to the, uh, the, uh, candidates for the next seat as your Mm. commander in chief? You know and you don't have to answer you know you don't have to go full into detail but uh what is it you're looking for let's just just go over that way you what is it you're looking for as uh as a selection for uh your next commander in chief
1: so i'm not gonna lie uh when it comes to the military military stuff i don't i don't really make vote for a president based off like for military gain. you know what i mean um because ultimately what I do understand, I've been I've been in long enough to understand that that we might say President Trump. So, for example, Trump was the one who signed um, with the Taliban and all in Afghanistan. To say, hey, we're going to leave, right? We're going to leave. It's like, here's the deal. Yeah, we're leaving. We're going to leave on this date. <laughs> we're leaving Afghanistan. We're going to have a plan. Yep, yeah, we're how we're going to get out. We're going to exit. Right? He was the one who who, who bar, uh, bro- uh, brokered that deal and came to a conclusion. Now, president Biden was the one who executed it. Yeah. Good or bad or whatever you think it is. I think it was bad, but nonetheless, he was the one who executed, but you see that time frame for how long it actually took for that to be implemented. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like when it comes to military stuff, I'm kind of just like, eh, I, there were some things that I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear, right? Like when Hillary and then the whole Benghazi thing, I'm not like, elect- no, you, you were totally okay with, with, people who serve dying no i'm good i'm good that's that's a whole nother story but nonetheless right that's why a lot of people like a lot with well, hillary didn't get like, for me at least hillary was never going to get my vote right so uh but anyway um with uh with the military wise i don't really look into it but personal wise i'm definitely paying attention i'm definitely paying attention and um i have kids um i do not like the public school system I refuse to put my kids in the public school system, um, regardless of where I am. I mean, Texas is a great state. Um, some would say the greatest country in the world. It depends who you talk to. Do you mind <laughs> me asking why you don't uh, believe in the public school system? <clears throat> well, I, well, I say I don't believe in public schools. As I say the public school uh, education system is has has de- been declining for a very long time. And I would even say the, the public school system was uh, was declining as I was going through it. I just wasn't aware of, of it at the time. Okay, And, um, I don't like the fact that, um, federally, I, so I understand it, but I don't really agree with it. Right. Federally education is mandated and they say, this is what you're going to teach. This grade will learn this. And this is, this is. curriculum if you will and how they're going to learn it however the state school districts then they determine how they're going to spread that out throughout the year to ensure that they meet that federal mandate to say hey this is what the kids are going to learn in this year in order to then progress to the next next grade right but kind of going to education you have bush no child left behind yeah all right so now children are not you have kids who are in eighth grade who lead out, who can read at a third grade, third grade reading level. And why we shouldn't kids? No, we shouldn't. That's shouldn't be a thing I'm not going to say it shouldn't be, but it should be close to zero. Right. Yeah. If that individual, if that kid needs more time spent with him or her to get to actually learn the information that you need to teach them, Mm -hmm. they shouldn't be in eighth grade trying to figure it out because the next grade is high school and not only do they have to worry about learning high school material, they have to worry about this is the first time you, ha- your you know, girls and boys are paying attention to you and yeah. they're, they, they, you know, you're learning yourself and you're coming into yourself to become a, a person. So you're not you're not worried about school. Let's just be honest. High school kids are not worried about school. They're more worried about their social status within that high school. Yeah. Right? So you have all these stressors, these new, this new level of stress. But you can't do you think they're gonna be worried about the if they can read at a high school level, reading level? No. Because yeah. it wasn't a big deal for the other grades, so why isn't it gonna be a big deal now? But no one is Education is so important. Educate. Oh my goodness, education is important, and I just—I agree. And I don't like the level of level of level of education, right? I agree. How I, I don't know if you've seen those videos on on social media, and they say they'll ask them a question. They say, "Hey, <laughs> who?" <laughs> the most recent one I saw was, "What was what's the Declaration of Independence?" and they're like oh it's declaring our independence and they're like from who they're like um wasn't that wasn't that guy uh um uh, uh was was bush Were we declaring, declaring what bush <laughs> bush senior was in was 90 what are you, talking what about? Are you guys talking about yeah, yeah. declaration of independence we declared independence from great britain Oh, yeah, King Louis the 16th. Don't quote me, I could totally be wrong on that one. Wait, yeah, I don't think uh, it's Louis. Uh, it's King, um, was it Henry? I think. King, oh, it might have been King Henry. Yeah. I'm sorry, King, King Henry. But anyway, we declared independence from Great Britain. Yeah. Uh, I'm Louis, sorry. Louis was French. Oh, just, um, oops, forgive me. We, we were supposed to save the French. We're military guys. Yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to say that's the French, to reason why, but, but to do didn't. or die. Yes, there we go. So <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that's the most recent video I saw and no one could answer Americans. What? No, what the declaration of independence was. Uh, yo, we, they made a whole ass series of, with Nicolas Cage about the Declaration of Independence, I don't know if you guys are what. What? Come on now, dude. I just. Oh, I. I can't, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. So the edgy, that and then, um. I'll say this. No boys going into the same locker room as my daughter. Nope. Mm-mm, not happening. Oh, I see. What you're not saying. happening. Not I happening. I see you right there. Uh because he, i <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll have to we we'll, yeah you're not going to school <laughs> i got <gotcha>. you <laughs> i got gotcha. uh, you at the house you got your own shower you got your own bathroom <laughs> you got your own room look you won't have to you won't have to worry about that now
0: now uh i guess uh this kind of just adds more to your uh so in the realm of private schools okay yes so even though they say so even though private schools usually are like the primary of choice as an alternate for the mm. public school system which is federally mandated but some are saying that even the private school sectors are only maintaining a curriculum set that is tailored and finite towards certain individuals and that is what's being spread out to the to the students now I'll, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go into this as a realm of so LeBron James, mm. right? LeBron James. His school isn't doing too hot. Started a school, and within this school that he started, his own private school, where the main focuses is critical race theory, um, all these different facets that 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 proclaim a certain um ideology towards or a belief towards a certain facet of our historical upbringing and that being said it tends to neglect the basics of you know reading arithmetic reading comprehension arithmetic and science and to include a recent study was already brought out the results of this have been brought out that in his school all every student has failed to meet the arithmetic standard for their grade level every single student has failed to meet the arithmetic standard level for the state test Mm, i saw that in the whole school but I'm just I'm, I'm curious, like where your mindset goes, you know, obviously you have you have already, you know, have shared certain uh, uh, beliefs, you know, in this as a father, you know, as a father, not not as a military leader, but as a father, oh, yeah. you know, and as a human being, you know, in this country. But how does that relate to you knowing that that is a private school sector, too, as well? So
1: private school, um, it's funny because I treat private schools as a, as their own business, right? Like, you know, it's their own business. Some individual said, Hey, I'm going to create a school and it's going to be a private school and people are going to have to pay to come receive this level of a a level of education in which I can offer. Yeah. And that's cool. Sounds good, and if you're a smart, well-known, renowned individual who can who can manage that and take care of that and bring on people who, who are smart and renowned and good individuals to to run that and operate that, that's great, cool. But a lot of people get wrapped around the round the like, this is private school. I said, hey, it's a private school, so it should be great. No, no, not every private school is great, right? Not just like I may start a business. But I'm not. I'm not as good as at business as say as Patrick by David, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm. I may start a business. Be like I'm doing. I'm killing the business again. And then PBD's over here like small fry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me teach you some things, right? So you know, um, just because it has private on it doesn't mean it's a good school. And so I, I you have you have to be. I think people need to be very selective with. The with what schools are going with. So if you if you don't prioritize education within your kid for your kids, and you think that public school will meet the standards for you, and because you went to public school and you didn't turn out half bad, then great, cool, go go forth and do great things. That's what you believe, and that's what you want to do. However, for me, absolutely not. I won't I won't do that, right? Because I went to I went to public school in high school. Yeah, but before high school. I was in uh, a. Uh, it, was in it was a private school. Is it not a cat school? Oh my gosh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it was. It's similar to a private school. I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, I from fourth grade all the way to eighth grade, I was I was in that in that environment. So the level of education that I got was different from what the rest of the public school public school kids were getting. Um, for example. My freshman year in high school, I'm sitting in class and I'm, we're learning and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, it's like, listen, I wasn't the smartest kid. I'm still not the smartest kid. However, we already learned about this. <laughs> like, am I the only one who's not, who's kind of getting this thing where like, we already know this? Yeah. But every, all the kids, because my school was pretty small. So I know who was in my school with me in eighth grade and all that time. Um, All the other kids went to public school. So they're taking down notes ferociously. They're like, I got to know this information. And I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) Did you you learn that? Like last year, I'm pretty sure I learned this, started learning this in seventh grade. What are we talking about right now? You know, like what is going on? And then sophomore year, you know, learn, uh, learning some new things still, right? I Obviously, I don't know everything, but learning some new things. And I'm, like, sitting there, and there's still some portions where I'm, like, cool, cool, cool. Know that. Know that. Okay, this is where, now this is where they come together. Yeah. Now, but however, kids taking ro- notes voraciously, I'm, like, oh, my gosh, guys. You didn't learn this already? I'm confused. I thought we all were on the same page. I thought we all knew. Yeah. The, I thought the foundation was here, not here. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I'm re you're really, you're really teaching me something in a totally different way than I learned it. And now it's coming off a little confusing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but I already learned, I already learned about this. So I already know what, you know what I mean? So yeah. I say all i say because I was ahead of my peers Now, Did I use that to my advantage? Absolutely not. I was again, high school, I public school i was fully ready to immerse myself in the realm of girls so (laughs) that was where my focus was that was all of us so um so i didn't i mean it might have started off good did not finish well i mean i graduated got my diploma but probably not the 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 best uh um what's called uh gpa right but nonetheless right i i just i just think that just because private on doesn't mean that it's this superb school, right? You know yeah. what I mean. Um, Just because it says university doesn't mean it's a good school. For example, would you rather go to Harvard or would you rather go to? I don't know. I don't know good schools. I don't know Texas A and M. Which one are you going to take? Then we'll say university, right? Does that mean they're the same level of vacation? Absolutely not. You're going to get a Great education at Harvard, so they say. I haven't been myself, but that's what they say.
0: Well, at least I would say it's in the employment market.
1: Yeah, well, yes, yes.
0: A resume showing that, oh, I graduated from Harvard, as opposed to you're competing against another employer or an employment contendee who graduated from Texas A&M. I mean, that's the only thing I can think about.
1: Right. Other than that,
0: the level of education, though, I mean,
1: it's more or less the same, obviously, but Harvard, Harvard is considered an Ivy league school still. So like there is, there is some different, there's a difference here, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, and that's just, and that's my point though. Like you can't, you have to know what you're looking for and what you want to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, if you want your kids to get out of education that you want them to really understand and know the information but you also want them to be hands on they want to do things and you want them to understand the world around them um, a montessori school is the best is a is a wonderful school right montessoris are hands on they're they they're spoke the method in which they use to teach them kid teach the kids is not sit in a chair for 8 hours a day and learn about these different these five different subjects and then take a test and if you pass that means you learned it if you don't that means you need to pay attention more and take better notes. Right. The Montessori is hands-on. They're teaching them, but they also understand their kids Yeah. And they also know that like hey, I'm not going to get 8 hours from a kid all day. I may get 30 minutes from a kid. So, can you can you explain the difference between a Montessori school like a Montessori and like a okay. uh, like private school?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, private schools they follow the traditional school. They pro- follow a traditional school system, which is this. You're in a private school. The education is supposed to be higher and a better education, but you're still sitting in a. You're still sitting in a classroom for eight hours a day, however long school is nowadays. But you're still sitting in that classroom, sitting in a chair, expected to let's listen to a teacher throughout the day, take notes, and take a test to say to determine whether or not you've learned the information, or you were paying attention enough to learn the information. Okay. Right. With well, a Montessori, they're teaching you the information. Right. But in a but in a manner in which, it's tailored to say, okay, little Timmy is a visual learner. Uh, little Tabitha is a an audio type uh, audio. Talk, oh, I don't know the word for it. Audio learner, right? She does really well, by li- from listening and from, from listening. Yeah, and little Timmy though, he needs to see me do it, and then he'll do it. He'll freaking kill it. You know yeah. what I mean? So in that sense, I am gonna say to I am gonna say little Timmy. Hey, little Timmy, pay attention to what I'm doing. And then I have Tabitha over here listening and say, Hey, Tabitha, listen to what I'm saying. These are the instructions showing mm-hmm. Timmy listening and Tabitha listening. They both just received the best form of how they receive education. And now they're both set up to succeed because they received it in a manner which they understand versus, okay. Hey, sitting in, sit a desk for eight hours or for an hour a day, you have a teacher talking to you about history. Ooh and they're like and I love history and they're talking to you about history and they're just like in 1939 in September Adolf Hitler invaded Poland he used the method in which was called the Blitzkrieg and he used the Blitzkrieg was the following he had tanks and everything and they freaking rammed through I'm sorry the first Blitzkrieg started it was airplanes and then it was tanks anyway It was just a bombardment of bombs, of of airplane dropping bombs, and then the tanks and all the troops, land troops came through and they just finished everybody off. Right? That's very boring. No kids are some. If you don't, if you're not good at audio learning, you're kind of like you tune out after five minutes. You ever been in a brief where some that person's very boring? You're like, oh yeah, yeah. I stopped listening thirty minutes ago. Multiple briefs. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: I have a, I have a girlfriend there. every time she talks, sometimes I get in those rings from. That's
1: craziness. Like, I didn't say oh, all that, dude, but anyway, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs>
0: so, but then I pay attention to the one key word, <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was listening. No, I, I got you. Wait, wait, What's wait the first what thing? What were you saying? Oh
0: yeah. Hey, I got it. I got uh,
1: it. <laughs> so, but, but that's the thing, like Montessori, the, the, the method in which teaching it's geared to, the, so it's a smaller classroom, but it's geared to say, Hey how are these kids, how do these kids learn? Right. And how can I best teach these kids? Also they're kids. So guess what? I'm not going to do. I'm not going to say, Hey, you're sincere all day. My daughter at her Montessori, she's five, right? She's in kindergarten. Yeah. But they have a nap time, which she doesn't take naps. So she just, she's, she's like one of the few kids who's like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm not doing that. Yeah. She's (laughs) like, I'm reading a book. Yeah. Like she's like, I'm going to go sit over here and do whatever. And then, um, they have two play times, you know. what I'm saying for like okay. thirty minutes a day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. That they get to go out and they get to go be children and run around and whatever the case might be. Now, obviously, you get older; the level of expectation changes, right? I'm not saying teenagers need a play time, and that's not what I'm saying, right? Yeah. But still, they get it starts to get changed to the point where now, when a kid, when the kids 16, 17, and they're sitting in a classroom. They know them, they're able to know themselves to say, hey, this sucks that I have to sit here for forever and pay attention to this person, but guess what? I'm going to use my strengths because I've gained this independence that I now have from yeah. going to this, these different types of level of education this different type of education. And I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to take the best notes. I'm going to know what's going to work for me to say, Hey, when I need to take this test, I can pass this test because I actually know the information. Yeah. And I just sit here and drone out and pr- press record on my phone and then go back and listen to it. So I can pa- try to pass the test. No, they learned it. They actually learned it. education is actually learning something. It's not sitting there and saying, Hey, um, What year did, uh, World War II end 1943 wrong, 1945. Okay. Uh, when was victory in Japan, victory in what Mm, wrong again? When was victory in Europe? (laughs) What is this? This is in the World War II victory in Europe was in freaking June of 1945. Victory in Japan was in, um, 19, it was 1945, but it was in September of 1945. Right. But again, that's me, through me learning because I actually wanted to learn it. Right? Yeah. So I want to know the information because I love, I love history. So I use history as an example all the time. But again, Montessori style chill. I didn't go to a Montessori. So, but a Montessori style of things is, that's, it's tailored it to that's his learning style. It is,
0: it Is tailored. It's more attention. Yes. Put out towards the student.
1: Yes. So like, as opposed it to like the public t- school system. Right. Because public school, you have a, a 25 to one ratio. Ooh. And a Montessori, I think my daughter's classroom is. I want to say it's thirteen to. It's thirteen to fifteen to one. I think it's. I think it's thirteen to fifteen. Now, do you guys have to pay extra for that? So I won't say how much I have to pay. I mean, you don't have to.
0: You but have I, to, let me but say it's close to thousand dollars a
1: month. <laughs> so <sighs> yeah, it's not a it's cheap. It's not it a cheap through. endeavor. But like you know, for me, my kids are my kids are an investment, right? And That's it's, right. And like I said, I I told my office I would sell my kidney tomorrow if it meant that they would receive the best education from Dude. this point on until they were until they graduate until That's they got their master's I mean. degree that's what's I, up. what do you want you want my kidney you want my spleen too uh, sure well, when's the surgery matter of fact don't say less let me down this bottle of buffalo trace right now and we, you can have them you can have them <laughs> take them out As a matter of fact just open up right now Bro. I'll sit here and let you do it I don't care I swear man okay.
0: I, uh, when it comes to being a father uh, I saw I saw this uh, somebody sent me a clip but I, it was a movie that I saw a long time ago with Denzel Washington and uh, I think it's called House's I think it's called. Um, but it, I could be wrong. I, I don't know the title. But Denzel Washington plays a father, you know, in, and this is a New York kind of like Harlem family. Where know. his son needs
1: the heart, right? What's up? Where his son needs the heart? Yeah. In the hospital? He takes the hospital hostage? No, 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 not that one. Not oh, that okay, one. okay. Not that one.
0: That's John Q. Oh,
1: okay, okay, John yeah, Q. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, this one is where Denzel plays a father. And the movie was originally a play. It was a play originally. And they turned into a movie. And he plays a father. And and one scene uh, sticks to my mind because it was sent to me and I've seen it. And uh, I've also, it's popped up in my feed. You know, shout out to Instagram and Facebook because your algorithms obviously have been working.
1: <laughs> Meta, you're doing a great because job. Because <laughs> it
0: pops up in my feed and as, as a reminder. You know, it does a good thing. It's a reminder. And there's a scene where he talks to his son and his son literally asks him, he's like, um, the, him and his son are talking and his son says, um, I like, he says, it's because you like me. He says, I like you. No, it's not because I like you. You know, he says, hey, you think, you you mean to question if I like you? And he, he tells him, he says, well, do you have a roof over your head? Yes. Is your mouth fed? Yes. Are the bills getting paid in the house? Yes. Are you able to go to school? Yes. Why do you think that is? And he says, because you like me? He says. I ain't got to like he you. Says, <laughs> he, he says, motherfucker. He says, N-word, you think because I like you? No. It's because I'm a father. It's my responsibility. Yep. It's my duty and responsibility. He said, my life, you think I go to work with individuals who give me stress, give me conflict every day. With that being the focus of you? No. He says, I do it because it's my duty and responsibility as a father to you. Whether you like me or not. Whether you like me or not. And he tells this to his son to tell him as a teaching point to understand, hey, you're going to go through life. But if you live your life with the point of knowing or acknowledging only if people like you. No, you're going to be struggling your whole life. Yep. Not a lot of people are going to like you. (laughs) You're not (laughs) going to be struggling. You don't live your life for that. You don't live your life for that. You have duties responsibilities and you fulfill that you have goals you have challenges and you fulfill that you don't give a shit whether people like you mm-hmm. or what outside elements think of you yep and and that's something i've always encouraged in my streams in my podcast i've always encouraged that and i always say it all the time i always tell all the individuals who come up in my chat i would say hey one thing guys don't let the outside elements manipulate you you manipulate those outside elements you focus on being the uncommon amongst the uncommon and i promise you you find comfort in your chaos you're going to be unstoppable yep because there's individuals out there who engage their chaos and they shrivel up they shrivel up they put the tail between the legs they bow down, they bend the knees, whatever they do, and they're just gonna run and just make it easier, and then that's it. That's it. But then, what are they teaching their kids? You know, what are they teaching the kids when they face that challenge or those conflicts? Yeah. You know, and my son, I have a son, I have a 10 year old son who literally engages. He calls me, we talk to each other daily, and he tells me about certain conflicts. You know, every day, hey, I got picked last in football because I can't catch. Okay. Okay, Mio, you know what? We can fix that. You can fix that. But you got to make the choice. Do you want to fix that? Because if so, we can go out there. We're going to throw 100 passes a day. We can get you there. We're going to run routes. We're gonna, You're going to be catching one-handed catches. By the next time they play, by the next time they pick teams, you know, and then he tells me, you know, two weeks later after we did that, we did that. You know, he tells me that I was picked first. I was picked first. Why? Oh, really? Why do you think you were picked first? Because I'm catching all the touchdown passes. There you go, Mio. See, you learn that whenever you face a challenge, you knew what you do. to, You knew what you had to do to accomplish that challenge and face it and, and conquer it and you did it yep you applied the time the discipline the consistency and you did it yeah and look what it did
1: look where it got you
0: and it's gonna that that same aspect will affect you your whole life no matter what you do oh. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. No, you're you, good. you You got me you, on a tangent, you, man. No, you're but yeah, are good. <laughs> I, I agree with you, dude. I, I, I fully agree with you, yes. You know, the public education system is definitely, it's on a whole nother tangent right now, you know, and, and and the monastery system that you just told me about, it definitely is something that definitely, it tailors more towards the student, and it really applies a whole care and aspect as far as their upbringing, with their into, to, in in the textual level in textual level i'm sorry i've been drinking whiskey guys (laughs) but uh their educational level as far as uh their understanding you know and uh their comprehension as far as going forward you know yeah
1: yeah. and i would say but it's not it's that it's not just that's just me that's what i choose to do for my kids and that's what i choose to do for now. no it's a good choice Uh, man it's definitely a good choice and I encourage everybody to do their own research, do your own, do your own research to know what it is you want to do like and where you want to put, what you what system you want to put your kids. If you want, if you're comfortable in putting your kids in public school system, say, hey, for the lack of the public edu- education system, I'm going to, I'll pick up the slack and I'll make sure they know what they need to know. Great. Go for it. Do it. If that's what you're, if that's what you want to do. Um, that's, but that, like I said, that's just me. And that's what I chose, to, what I choose to do. Yeah. That's um, awesome, so.
0: dude. that's awesome that's me so well hey dude i won't i won't take too much of your time but uh i want to thank you for coming up here yeah absolutely you know it's been it's been a pleasure it's been an honor dude and uh definitely i hope you guys all learned uh a nice little something a little twist from some real world experience especially from a senior leader who has gone through uh uh experiences of executing proper resilience you know, in which I, I preach to you guys on a continuous basis. But resilience is such a key factor in life. And uh, you get you get a real world uh, application right here with a senior leader who's currently still serving till this day, guys. Um, and then to include, you got a fatherhood aspect and a fatherhood application. And, and a whole human individual aspect as, as an independent, you know, mind thinker in our current country and current state and uh and that's one, something we always acknowledge here so uh no definitely i want to thank you for coming out here and uh yeah, sharing, dude.
1: Absolutely, thank you, sharing. Oh, so, thank you for having me. Thank you for sharing that. your Buffalo Trace. uh Oh yeah, listen, dude! Uh, Shout it out is Buffalo my favorite. Trace. It is my favorite drink. So let's go. Uh, if someone offers, I will not let's say no. Go. Hey guys, be ready
0: because you're gonna see him again. You're gonna see him again. I'll, I'll tell you right now, man. This is a cool individual. I want. I'll, I'll definitely bring him back. We're gonna have some good times going forward. And. uh it's just it's just one of those things you got you got to value your circles team and that's what i always tell you guys you value your circles uh and and you want to uh value your resources and 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 uh i will always consider you know sergeant will Cox, you know as we would say uh as as a member of that circle so <laughs> I appreciate, uh, it. I appreciate that So guys Make sure you uh, Follow on the link below Meteor Dad, Mediorker right? Dads Yeah Meteor Dads Guys I'm gonna go ahead And tag the link below And uh, Make sure you guys Shoot some support that way You know it's a, he, He's he got a great platform And a great standpoint That you guys should all Definitely uh, Follow and acknowledge Along the way
1: Absolutely
0: Thank you Yeah man No I appreciate it dude Hey appreciate Thanks it. for coming in
1: Yeah
0: <laughs> oh, oh. Vato out team and- <laughs>